What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Hey, that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We back in here with another great day. I appreciate y'all for being here. Appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. We about to get belly deli up in here if we don't get enough likes. We up in here, and you in here with the king of the kings, the king of all kings right here, the king of content, the speaker of truth, the Bruce Wayne of this ish, right here in the Desert Storm Bunker with yours truly himself, Coach Alini, the terrorist, the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in here, and you're the winner of the day, man. You won today. You won today. Let's win. The Kanga Kangs is in the building. Yo, 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 yo. Did you see this? Mia Khalifa is out here. Mia Khalifa's uh, rowdy. She's rowdy. All right, there's the topic for the day. We're talking about Mia Khalifa attacking men for their preference in younger women. Uh-oh. You know I had to speak on this and put a few words in. How dare you, Mia Khalifa? How dare you? How dare you come in here and attack CGA How and the coach gang you? and the junior college groups right here? I don't hear you attacking your boy, Joe Biden. Joe Biden love him some younger women. Hey, Joe Biden, let him know. How you like them younger girls? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, come on, man. Me, Joe Biden, love them youngsters. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. Yeah. I tell you what. Mm. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old. Mm. there with her. Like a little lady in her wedding squad. Oh my God, Joe Biden, you a damn shame out here. Yeah, man, we know how it goes out here. We enjoy the junior college. As a matter of fact, it's just a preference. And men are always attacked for their preference, no matter what. You you want to go, you want to go passport game? They be like, nope, you're reprehensible. You want a skinny foldable woman with her collarbone showing and a little bit of flat back or a little bit of bubble back there, but they be like, nope. All right, they be like, nah, man, you get varicose veins. You get the varicose vein brigade. Let's go ahead and show you the varicose vein brigade. No matter what you are, they just be like, this is what you get. This is what you deserve. How dare you have standards? How dare you have standards? How dare you? Man, you can't have no damn standards. And if you like them young, fresh, fertile, high, booby-having, firm, supple, Smooth skin, hairless body, pretty feet. If you if you like that, how dare you? You reprehensible, you? you nasty dog, you metaphile. <laughs> you metaphile. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? One how more time, anyway, you? man. <laughs> All right, uh, shiny hair, supple. Yeah. How dare you? Anyway, they want you to be nasty boys out there. They want you to be nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. They want you starving for them old mastodons. Yeah, that brother's starving. They do. They want you out here. But when I see, when I see them young girls, I'll be like, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Yeah, we must stay focused. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into this show, man. We got Doom and Gloom Hour with CGA going on here. We're going to talk about some Doom and Gloom with the you-know-who. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We got, uh, what else do we got going on? We got some great stories. A man drugged, thinking he's about to have a good time, drugged and robbed by two skeezers. 
Is he the is he the blame? Do we blame the man for this? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right. Do we blame men for getting robbed by women using sex as an enticement? Do we blame the guy? That's a good question, right? We got a gordita stabbing her boyfriend for not helping with the bills. God, dog, man, it's getting bad out here. It is getting bad out here. All right, what is going on? And uh, we got a divorce attorney admitting that he agrees with CGA. You don't get married for love. I want you guys to listen to that. So anyway, we're doing a service for men. And ladies, we welcome you as well. I know the 10 toes up gang. Ladies is in the building. There you are right there. Ladies, 10 toes up. Well, she's 10 toes back. All right, we, we, we prefer them 10 toes to be slightly up and to the left. Or the right. I don't I don't care. Or you can split it like a goalpost. I don't care. Shout out to the 10 toes up ladies and uh, the married ladies that watch me. I hope you got permission from. Yeah, get permission from your husband before you watch CGA today, man. Get hey, sit back, drink your tea, drink your coffee. I hope you at your job. Don't listen with your headphones on. Don't listen with your headphones off. You might get fired from your job. All right. The human resource department will come trampling down. <laughs> To report you if they find out you're listening to the Coach Greg Adams channel. So anyway, man, let's get into this earlier contributions. Coach gang, you can contribute to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live right on the cash app. That's the green dollar sign. The blue dollar sign with the V is Venmo. Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, PayPal dot me. PayPal dot me. Backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is linked to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And and you can you can hit them up. Uh old super chat style on the notorious cga channel and uh do me a favor like the stream that's a great way to contribute if you can't contribute or support the show all right so let's get into it real quick i got some earlier contributions i need to acknowledge and i must pimp skywalker are you the first one over there you might be the first yes he does he says considering or sorry consider adder adding the rocket doesn't matter to the soundboard for when mitch is trying to derail the show that's a good soundboard that's a good sound bite I actually always try to use that in public, man, and I never get it just right. But, yes, that's a good sound bite. Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave, he's contributing to the coffee for the day show. Mr. Leap is back once again. And Classy Beats, who uh, gave us a great uh, thing that I see other people actually bringing up about the uh, Emmy Udoka situation related to the TJ Holmes and Amy, Amy Flatback situation. So you were on point on that one. And uh, they actually have him stuttering and stammering through the reporting of the Emma Yudoka. And that was while he was pushing Amy Flatback's insides to her esophagus. So you were on point yesterday with that one. And here you here you go today. How was this beach shaming men? Mia accelerated her arrival to the wall by getting into prawn. Now she's ready to find a nice guy. Yeah, she's ready to do all of this. And that's by the way, you. did you know that she has been married um, pretty much twice already? Yeah. And that's she's a two-time loser by the age of 30. And now she didn't hit the wall. And now she's ready to settle down. What happened? Where did all the men go? And he said, um, and somebody needs to start acting right and wipe her the F up. And that's you. She on her Becca. <laughs> she definitely on her Becca. And, uh, you know, it's a trap because she ain't going to let you get that good good. She already gave that good good up. She on her Becca, right? Where's Becca? I'm trying to get it. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Yeah, start acting right, guys. 
You know what I mean? Because we want the good guys. We're doing you a favor. And that's you. Yeah, man, that's you. <laughs> Goodness. ACDC, coach, my best friend's 50-year-old mom is getting remarried this weekend. She just tried to borrow $10,000 from me because her fiancé messed their car up well. I see this marriage is off to a great start. <laughs> it's off to a great start already. She already broke. Hey, did y'all hear that? Anyway, Ninja Snuggle says these 304s winning, coach. They stay winning. All right. All right. Shout out to you, Robert Moreno. Shout out to the GOAT, CGA, Squashy in the building. Oh, we got a whole bunch of brothers over here. Daniel McGee. Daniel McGee. What's up, coach? Thanks for all that you do. The marriage will is undefeated. Ready to join the dark side at age 38. We joined the dark side over here already, boy. We doing it. He says six foot, six pack, six figures, Corvette, truck, supercharged, 75, Caprice, leveraging options, free agent lifestyle in the building for life. All right, shout out to you, man. Freedom Podcast. Shout out to the coach gang. Respect the CGA. This man is the future for real. Missed a couple of streams. Now I can't catch up. Thanks for the work, coach. Yes. If you miss some streams on my, st my stream, it's hard to catch up. All right, because I'll be putting in that work. All right, Warhammer says she said to play in her cat. I have some money. Wait, I have to pay her some money. Wait, who said that? She said to play in her cat, I have to pay her some money. Okay, uh-oh. Well, I got money. These girls is for the streets. By the way, the junior colleges get super litty. Right, what did I tell you? Right around the 26th or the 27th of the end of each month. All the way up to the 4th. You know what, man? It gets. Your rent's due, my They hop on there, create a new profile. All right, I got to slang that thing. You send me slanging. Oh, you send me slanging. Them girls be. I'm slanging away. I need to get paid. I got to give my pee sleeve away. Are oh, you send me slanging? You send me slanging. I'm in a bind, mate. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right, somebody says the cops are out here giving tickets too. Hey, dude, the uh, cops out here, they got to get their money too, bro. Hey, they out there got to get they, they got to beat their quota. They got to beat their quota. All right, Alexander Ruffin, the passport guys are catching steam. Yes, they are. Shout out to the passport guys. He says, after my trip to Thailand, I'm officially converting to a passport. Bro, you converted. He says, the women on TikTok are shook or shook. By the passport bros and making shaming videos left and right. We actually showed you an Asian woman in America who thinks she's white on the inside. She even admits that. She's out here shaming brothers. All right. Uh, listen, men are taking back control. We are in control. We're taking back control. We're, it's hard. Uh, ladies, uh, ladies, are you listening? Are there women out here? All right. Put your feet up. Put your feet up if there's any ladies out here. All right. Put your feet out. What's happening is, ladies, since men can't shame you anymore, guess what? You can't shame men anymore. All right. Thank you for the great, you know, uh, shout out to MGTOW, first of all. I have to give them a shout out because these were the first guys that held the line. And if you are somewhat red pill, you need to thank MGTOW brothers, right? You can, you can critique them if you want, but they were the guys that held the line. Now, after that, 
the wave of the Kevin Samuels era that followed the MGTOW era, the, that Kevin Samuels era, that guy came up with the great acronym S-I-G-N, sign language. Because we used to just call it shaming language before he came up with sign language. And he was great at coming up with these little, not an acronym, but these little initials. He was great. He had the FBI, FBI CIA, uh, all of these things. And he came up with sign language. And now it's impossible to shame a guy. It's impossible. <laughs> all right. You can't do it no more. We like, all right, look, you know what? These girls be 10 toes up no matter what country I go in, no matter what age. I don't give a damn because women can't be shamed no more. We, you took that away. You disarmed us. All right. And you can thank your girl uh, Amber Rose for that. You disarmed us with everything. And then we figured out, oh, OK, we can do what we want to do. Guess what we doing? <laughs> Guess what we doing? We about to go do what the hell we want to do. And they sitting around looking at this thing like, wait a minute. How dare you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the shame, insult, guilt, and need to be right. That, that, that right there is all you need to know. And so once guys got a whiff of that, because we would just use shaming language, and I was like, yeah, that, that was effective, but that wasn't working. He came up with shame, insults, guilt, need to be right. That right there, that is gold. And so we know that's what you use as a tactic to try to get us back on the plantation, but we don't want to be slaves no more. All right. Anyway, uh, we got Mr. Todd C. He says the diets don't work the same. All right. That clip has been retired. All right. We got my man Preston or Preston. He says they dress for themselves yet not dressed at home. Mm. Oh boy. That's a whole different conversation. V mad says just supporting your amazing work. Seek first. The free agent lifestyle and the kingdom. Shout out to you. Appreciate you for being here. What do we got? Let me get PayPal some love because, you know, they'd be like, you never give us no love. Somebody says, "What's what about the new trend travel van life? Is that for women or for men? That was from EC. Women have been doing this travel van thing, too. Right. And men have been doing it as, as well. Uh, listen, if you want to get the world back together, you're going to need one of the five things to show up. Okay. You're not going to get it back by just, oh, we need to get back and we need to be having babies. No, 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 no. You need a world war. You need a massive plague. You need an economic collapse of epic proportion. You need massive immigration or you need some sort of act of T-E-R-R-O-R-I-S-M. That's what you need. And that would be a massive one equivalent to the scales of the World War II, essentially. No, 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 no. That's what you need. You need a calamity. At this particular point, people are good just being by themselves. All right. That's all they're doing. They, they're good. You can live off of less. You can minimalize. There's no need to get McMansions no more. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares, man. And by the way, we are in World War Three. New, 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 new world order. We're in one. I don't care what you believe, but we'll get on to the doom and gloom later. All right. Anyway, if you've been following, we are we're in one essentially. Thank you, Eastern Europe. Again. All right. Shout out to the barbarians. Shout out to Johnny Del Rome. Just finishing the free agent lifestyle audio book. Definitely taking your advice on holding off on buying a new car just to keep up with the Joneses. Working my way up to get to a multi-unit property within the next few years is a huge goal of mine. Good, man. Shout out to you. Uh, congratulations uh, for keeping yourself focused and on your goals. I got two more. Then we're going to proceed. Okay. <laughs> Doom and gloom CGA on its way. J. Cool. In here again for another live stream. I'm super excited for tonight's game with beer and Buffalo Wangs. Go Bills. They're playing again on primetime. Goodness. Shout out to you. 
and the coach gang for showing me how the RP is, how RP the Bible really is. Even the Bible does not show marriage as being about love and romance. There's no romance in the Bible at all. All right. Uh, romance followed the romantic period and romantic language is followed the Bible. It says right here, as mentioned, uh, sorry, any mention of love in the Bible is in regards to marriage is about actions and not feelings. Yeah, you guys been duped, but, uh, you know, normies will normie. Normies will normie. You can't blame them. Maryland guy, last one on PayPal. I got a massage coming up later. Somebody's hand's going to be all up on my body in a minute. Maryland guy says, good morning, coach. You know, Lana Rhodes will also be shaming men in a few years, even though she dated the YouTuber Mike Magilak, I can't even pronounce his name, who was 12 years older than her. I'm sure Mia did the same. We all know this. This is a female shaming tactic. Shaming men about dating younger women when, in fact, when they were younger, they dated older men, too. It's, nope. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Wow, boy, late to the party. But, Coach, I have a new alias for you, Dr. Doom and Gloom, the worst enemy of the fan unfantastic four. 304. Wait a minute. He says, Dr. Doom and Gloom, the worst enemy of the unfantastic 304s. Coach, you are my sensei, and you changed my life and so many others. Shout out to the Coach Gang. We appreciate you, man. We Coach Gang. <laughs> Yeah, man. So let's get into the first thing right here. You see the topic scrolling across. Mia Khalifa will come up towards the end of the show. But we got to give you the doom and gloom report. I do this because this proves the things that I talk about in my books, Free Agent Lifestyle and Evolution. that, you know, we're in for a massive change. And normies are going to normie. First, we're going to start off with your one and only Jordan Peterson. And he's going to talk about how normies will normie. And then they'll essentially change the direction uh, uh, of 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 life without even thinking about it, and this one's about social credit score. And I've been warning you about social credit score. So let's hit let Jordan Peterson handle some business on this one. Do you think what we did during COVID could usher in our version of a social credit system? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's and that highly probable. And that it will be accepted by many people because again, that they won't even yearning notice. for safety. Yeah, they won't notice it. You, you can't believe how much people don't know these things. It's like, well, why not have a digital passport? I mean, you know, how convenient. It's like, fair enough. And you can understand that. Wouldn't it be nice if we could pay for everything with our phones? It's like, wouldn't it be nice if the central government knows exactly what you spend on everything so they can target you tax-wise with precision? It's like, oh, didn't think about that. Like, yeah. When you go through airports now, there's a lot of automated barriers. You show your passport. It's like... Well, these are automated barriers. What if you can't go through them? Well, that's the situation for many people in China. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to argue with the machine? Like, you just cannot imagine how screwed you are. Yeah, see, I've been talking about this uh, for quite a long time with normies and ham and eggers and, and goofy oxygen thieves and people that just, they have no goals in life. They get married, they get their degree, and they're ready to die. They have a couple of kids. They're ready to die. That's the ready to die syndrome. By age 35, they're just ready to die. They just live the days and, until they die. No goals, no aspirations. And then the people just tell them what to do. Go here, go there, report to work, clock in, clock out, ready to die. So the ready to die people essentially just take what comes and they think what comes to them is a convenience. Oh, the government's doing us a favor. The banks are doing us a favor. The media is doing us a favor. They're not. They're not. New, 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 they're, they're, they're inserting control over you, but they give you and pacify you with things that entertain you. 
All right. And goofy people are entertained. Even in the Bible says, um, uh, ye something about simplicity, ye who are, uh, uh, are basically would conform to simplicity. will get simple lives, right? Simpletons and such essentially, I don't know the direct quote, but I'll get it. But, um, in this case, Jordan Peterson saying the things that you think are going to help you end up harming you. So the things that we talked about during C-19 that I said, no, this is about control. No, it's not. It's about people dying. No, it's not. People die every day, B. All right. And then essentially, once you cooperated with that, they're going to institute more control. And what we, have we seen? Censorship on platforms as a result. What have we seen? We also seen um, greater, more standards put on you as a result of that down the line. We also seen uh, them now trying to go to a centralized one world currency banking system. And they're going to achieve all of this because you complied initially. And he talked about it. Social credit score is going to be on its way. Now, as we're revolving to everything electronic, if you have a social credit score, you're then going to be punished if you don't say the right things. And here's an example of that right here. As we can see, this is Elizabeth Warren, former conservative, now more libertarian and fake Democrat herself. Now that Elon Musk has taken on the reins at Twitter, he is now allowing people to have what he says is free speech. Now people are all up in arms. As a matter of fact, the EU is going to consider banning Twitter even on their platforms across the seas, okay? Now you have people here, the raging libertards, that are going to be out here saying it's unfair for Elon Musk to allow, allow other people to have voices. Now I want you to listen to this hypocrisy right here. Soon as you turn the tables and don't give them control and allow them to pacify you, this is how people act. Let's go ahead and roll the film here. Here we go. Um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work. <laughs> oh, really? Well, because that's essentially what you guys were doing until Elon Musk got control. You've heard a buzzer. What the what? the price is wrong. That's not how it works. Essentially, that's what y'all been doing all on every social media platform. That's what y'all been doing. And not only that, you instant instituted censorship, uh, deplatforming. You also put in little notices, fact checking. There's been plenty of people that sit in dark rooms that you don't even know of. They just put your video up or censor it or do whatever they want. Sitting in a dark room, you don't even know who the person is. But now, now when you lose control, when you lose control. She out here. That's not fair. That's not how it works. I tell you, man, these people are hypocrites. Hypocrites at best. Um, anyway, speaking of control, this is what Jordan Peterson was also warning about. And this is happening right in front of y'all normie faces, but you don't see it because you're a normie. But it's okay if you're a normie or a ham and egg or an oxygen thief or a knuckle dragger or a mouth breather or any of these things that I call normies. San Francisco supervisors vote to allow police to deploy robots that kill. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> By the way, they've been doing this robot thing for quite a long time. But again, you guys didn't see it. Some shopping malls, specifically the Irvine Spectrum in Southern California, 
have been deploying security guard robots. Now you were like, oh, that's cute. Look at the robot. You probably took a picture next to the robot. You're probably like, oh, what does the robot do? Oh, it just roams around. How does it do anything? It's just a robot. It just doesn't. It. It's doing nothing until they program it to do something. Now, of course, it's a robot. <laughs> and uh, and this is from the L.A. Liberal Times. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> and now Jordan Peterson just said, what if you get to the point where you're trying to have a debate and with an automated machine? You're like, well, that would never happen. You just call over a supervisor. Now, well, not when the machine has a gun. Mm. Not when the machine can shoot. <laughs> new, 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 new you're not, not going to argue. The machine can kill you. Right? Can you bring your supervisor over? Bang. But here you go, guys. This is what your eye. This is what you guys vote in. And then when you initially comply with something silly like a, a virus floating in the air, you guys are all scared. Ninety eight percent of you guys literally recover from it. They were like, these fools will fall for anything, of course, you know. announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. There you go. You'll fall for anything. All right, here we go. Robots that'll shoot you. Okay, yes. That, let's go ahead and put it in. All right, because they know you want to be controlled. All right, this right here has a, but this robot has potential, potential legal, lethal remote control in emergency situations. <laughs> uh... And the vote was eight to three. Good Lord. Oh, the humanity. World order. <laughs> what do we need to do here? Look, man, we're done with this segment here. But of course, uh, what people will do to get to this point is convenience. They will give you this. Oh, don't you feel safe? You know, the, the old quote that was, I believe, Thomas Jefferson or somebody can get it right. Is when you trade security for uh, when you trade freedom for security. Essentially, that's going to be the end of your republic. It's going to be the end of democracy. You cannot trade freedom for security. And we've done this over and over again over the past 20 some odd years. And uh, ultimately, we've just been more controlled. But again, what what Jordan Peterson says is you won't most people won't see it. Most people won't see it until they run up into something stupid. Oh, man. Wow. And this is because most people believe in a Utah uh, Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, Benjamin Franklin said that. Uh uh, and of course, people who think like this are conspiracy theorists and you never see it coming. But um, my point I was going to make is, is that uh, there's no such thing as a utopian society. And I think people do make decisions based on utopianism, right? The promise that there's going to be a better tomorrow and it'll be safe and secure if we just make one or two changes, like get rid of firearms. What's the problem? We did this before. Get rid of alcohol. Yeah, that seems good until you let the underworld become the overlords. Okay, and eventually you never have been able to take it back. The underworld has forever been over America since the prohibition of alcohol. But prohibition was to create a utopian society where everybody will be sober. Okay, now how does that work out? <laughs> what if the robot is bugging? What if they have a virus? You know what I mean? What if they downloaded Windows XP? What if the robot was tripping that day? What if the robot broke up with her girlfriend? Her girlfriend in San Francisco. Yes, indeed. Reading Rainbow Style. All right. Next story. Man drugged and robbed by two skeezers while trying to have fun. Who's the blame? I'm curious as to who you guys would see as the blame on this one. And let's go ahead and go to the story. Oh, wait a minute. I got to share this screen. Go to the story. Let's hear about this man. His story is somewhat curious here. Uh, let's see if I can pump up the volume. Let's go. A local attorney says that he was drugged and robbed by a pair of women he met at a Beverly Hills bar. Attorney? I told you about them attorneys. 
them liars. I mean, them lawyers. Says they ransacked his home and made off with thousands in cash and jewelry, and he suspects it wasn't the first time they pulled off this kind of high-end heist. KTLA's Pedro Rivera live in Beverly Hills with a story you'll see only on 5. Pedro. Micah, share. it's been about four months since the man in the Hollywood Hills after meeting the two women at a bar here on Cannon Drive in Beverly Hills. He says that he was finally ready to speak up and share his story, hoping someone can recognize the women involved and find them while also putting out a warning to other men not to fall victim. All right. First of all, as you can see from the setup, it has been four months since the incident happened. Four months since the incident happened, and he is now speaking out. And this is typically what happens with men. They get victimized, and then they don't want to speak out because of the embarrassment. They know they're just going to blame him because they're going to say, um, you were horny, and shame on you for getting trying to get sex and take advantage of these women. It's kind of like the Cardi B syndrome, right? Cardi B can come out and say, well, I was prostituting myself because I was going through a tough time in life, and as a result, I drugged and got men, I got men robbed and beaten up. And then the women say, yeah, those men shouldn't have been taking those sex from you. Well, you were the one putting it out there. What the hell? Why is it his fault? <laughs> Why is it his fault? You the one offered it up. Anyway, uh, just because you were going through a hard time don't mean that the guy is in the wrong. You the one put it out there. Let's continue. It's embarrassing. I feel like a victim. I feel helpless. He thought he was in for a night of fun, but instead lived a nightmare. I was traumatized sleeping in my own bed because this happened while I was sleeping. This Hollywood Hills man doesn't want to be identified, but says what happened to him can happen to anyone. Be careful who you bring home. On July 25th, he was out with a group of friends at several bars on Cannon Drive in Beverly Hills when his buddies began chatting. Oh, they're the skeezers right there. So, look, I know we talk about the stragnesia and the predatory stragnesia. Let me, let me take this off, guys. Dude, it don't matter. They come in all shapes and sizes, flat back, pog. All right, they come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and colors, guys. But these two apex predators are out here preying on men. They're criminals. They should be thrown in jail for what they did. I don't care if he was dumb enough to invite them into his home and fall asleep with them, guys. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Chatting with these two women at a bar. They go by Holly and Brittany. We had a couple of drinks. We were having fun. We decided to bring the party back to my house. His friends eventually left around 3 a.m., leaving him with the suspects. The three made. Oh, damn. She appalled for sure. Hey, I don't get I'm not a dude that does threesomes with strangers. Right. If I'm going to do a threesome, it's going to be an orgy party. All right. So this one, this flat back and a big old saggy, soggy, poggy. All right. Uh, here it is right here. They set him up and he thought he was going to have a good night and he ended up having a bad night. Guys, don't do threesomes with strangers. That needs to be organized. It needs to make sure you have your security team, the camera, uh, her husband, whatever. It's going to be an orgy. Definitely going to be an orgy. All right, anyway. Their way into his bedroom. In hindsight, a lot of things weren't adding up. They were going into the bathroom, talking for long periods of time. Oh. Uh, they were just randomly texting at 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah, no. That's when he says the women began feeding him shots of vodka, oh. and he passed out. The next thing I know, uh, it's the next day, 15 hours later, I woke up with a massive uh, headache. My uh, body was aching, and I realized that my house was ransacked. The women were gone, and so were three Rolex watches and oh. petty cash, according to the LAPD police. My man. Lord, have mercy. 
We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Now, he he deserves a lot of the blame on this one. This dude, a dumbass. All right, so you invite strangers back in your house and you get jacked. You got a couple of date uh, Rolexes, uh, GMT, Master. You got a couple of Rollies uh, taken. All right, those are undervalued, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. All right, um, and uh, yeah, you didn't have... um. You didn't have no security footage, guys. You know what? Uh, don't let your don't. Yeah, you big dummy. You don't let your lust get ahead of you. Don't believe. Um, remember what I always say: when a woman invites you over and they're really pushy, meaning they're saying, "Oh, I want you now." Oh, you daddy. Oh, I I gotta have you now. Damn, they lying. They lying. They lying, bros. All right. They don't want you that bad. They want to do something to set your ass up. You guys got to know that. Oh, we were at the bar. We were having fun. They said, let's take the party to your house. Let's have an orgy. Mm. No, no, no. I'll be like, no, no, we can set that shit up later. <laughs> we don't got to do it right now. Report the value of the item stolen were over $17,000. The suspects are described as women between the ages of 20. Look at this fat. Anyway. 20 and 30 years old. One was 5'1 with brown hair and braces. The other 5'11 with brown hair, a shoulder tattoo, tongue ring, and glasses. Apparently, what the police have told me, uh, these two women are transient, uh, or they're part of a network of uh, individuals that rob people and target people. The man believes he was drugged because he never passes out like that, but he is thankful it didn't end worse. And they could have done a lot worse things. I mean, luckily, it's just material items that are missing, and I have my health. So this one was 5'1". She is wide as she is tall. And this one's taller. She must be standing on six-inch heels because they look about the same height. So, and But this one's 5'11". All right, enough about this ish. All right, uh, guys, let's not be dumb out here. Again, what I, what I tell you is is... Every now and then, these things can happen to you. Sometimes it might work out. You might get the whole orgy and go back home and bust, and, and it'd be fine. So you still have to be on guard. I do blame both people parties here. I'm just not going to be the one that says it was him. He's a dumbass and all of that stuff. Yes, he was that, all of that. But why don't we search these people down and convict these criminals, these common criminals out here um, using men's lust against them? So you can't be out on the prowl. We, you know, I just did a video of what I would tell my 18-year-old self on this channel, Notorious CGA channel. And I said, uh, bars and nightclubs, don't waste no time in there, right? Go in and have a little bit of fun. Don't, don't take those bars and nightclubs seriously. Don't hunt and use them as hunting grounds to get women because these are the worst women, right? We always talk about who the worst women are, women who go to bars and nightclubs. Those got to be the, the, bottom, the, the bottom of the rung of women, <laughs> right? There's no... What's even worse? I mean, I don't even know what is even worse. Even working street girls are ahead of bar maidens um, because these are STD factories. All right. These girls are skeezers on a level that you don't even know what skeezing is. I mean, these are scab peeling skeezers, bars of a nightclub women. I don't care who go. I don't care if the woman's married. These people are the worst of human beings that go in there because they're only going in there for free stuff and the, and, and the jack dudes and manipulate them. I mean, the, the advantage is theirs. The advantage is there, and you go over there horny thinking that this is the easiest way to access women. What I'm going to tell you is, as a young man, if I would have known not to waste as much time as I did in these factories, STDs factories, all right, I'm, you know what I mean? Life would have been better, but you guys go in there and take those women seriously. These are the worst humankind out there. They're the worst of humankind. All right, some of the worst. All right, let me get to some, let me get to Venmo. Trust me when I say this. 
Anybody that tells you to chase women, source women from bars and nightclubs, they should be suspect. All right, this is what you're going to catch. These are the type of women you catch in bars and nightclubs. Hold on for a second. We got two examples of that. Um, where's Josie? Oh, Josie. Here's Here they are. Hi, girls. I love you. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Lushes, that's what you get. Lushes, or you get goofy women that come in there and go, We showed up. And you know, I see TikTok on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar, black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I, all pretty girls, black girls, none. You're in the wrong place, ma'am. Oh, I got dressed and we got dressed and we put on our helmets. We put on our wigs and we got dressed and put on makeup and we showed up to a bar looking at our phone, scrolling our phone, sitting up, waiting for drinks, waiting to be catered on, waiting to be approached. What the hell kind of mindset is that? This is a low human being, low class, uh, uh, snake belly crawling human being right there. And she thinks you're just supposed to do what? Be just dumb and just, oh, hi, ladies, since you got dressed up and scrolling your phone tonight. Why don't I buy you drinks since you're all pretty, according to you? Uh, shout out to Sam X. He says, I may be the only one in 10 guy. He says, wife gave me the I'm not happy and file for divorce. We all know how that goes. I'm not happy. <laughs> she said for our kids. Wait, she said for our kids. I'm not sure what that means, but he says, gave me the house, one car, and I get to keep my three boys and she's paying child support and you have three streams of income. And about to get the four free agent for life. Yeah, you're definitely the one in 10. Not many guys get that deal. But it sounds like she wanted to get pounded out out there in these streets. She she wanted to be in these streets. And, in these streets. Uh, just when she comes back, you know, examine her tongue. Make sure she don't have an overbite. You know what I mean? She about to get railroaded out there. She about to get pounded out into submission. She about to go to some orgies. All right, shout out to Zero Fallout. What do you think of the Jerry Jones clapback about his racist past? I think I talked about that. I covered that already. But LeBron is out there trying to politic. All right, how come y'all never asked me the fact that about Jerry Jones? <laughs> Man, shut your punk ass up, LeBron. Ain't nobody going to try to ask you about no damn Jerry Jones. You asked me about Kyrie. Why not Jerry? First of all, you were a teammate of Kyrie. Second of all, you play in the same league as Kyrie. Third of all, you want a championship. With, I mean, it makes sense. We can put y'all together. Why are we asking you about football? All right, what the hell are you talking about? Why are we supposed to come to you and pass all the issues through you? Who are you, man? Just go dribble the ball. All right, just go dribble the ball. Why we got to pass the answers to you? I need to pass the answers to you. We need to answer to LeBron. So first of all, he out of he out of he out of pocket for that. All right now, if it was an NBA over owner like Robert Sarver. Then it would make sense. He spoke out on Robert Sarver. It makes sense. It's an NBA owner. He spoke his piece. His piece was correct. And that was that. Mm. <laughs> All right. What are you talking about? He want to be a future politician at some particular point. And you know what? Normies will vote him in. Normies will vote him in because Normies going to norm me. Why haven't you asked me? Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> All right. What we got here? All right. We got, oh, we got a brother in here dropping a bag. My brother dropped his bag in here. Hey, did you talk about some business? Shout out to the agency, New York City, in the building, showing Coach some love. Shout out to you, 
My man dropped the bag. I'm rich, LeBron, like, I want to hand out catfish nuggets. <laughs> LeBron handed out catfish nuggets. You ought to ask me about Jerry Jones. Okay, so I think he was a Cowboys fan, and he withdrew his Cowboy fandom because uh, Jerry Jones and whatever his position with kneeling. I can't remember. That was recent. So they were like, I guess you're done with him. Why you not ask me? So he can hold that fake Malcolm X book that he had. Remember, he was like, I'm reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, okay, what do you think about it? He was like, uh, yeah, uh, he was, uh, <laughs> we like, we don't have to ask this dude about nothing again. He just gonna lie. All right, shout out to KW, Kevin. He says, coach gang, coach gang, pay attention to what's going on with section 230, the government attempting to repeal, uh, repeal it, which will accelerate because Elon brought, bought Twitter and is providing amnesty section 230, which I don't know off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, I must, must source it. Okay. Uh, the communication decency act. Oh yeah. Man, I tell you, man, these people are all about control. I mean, how can you trust these people? These politicians are so I don't know. Remember, remember, I was one of the same. I was, I've been saying this for a long time, as well as many people. Politicians are not to be trusted. Why would you even listen to them and select guidance from them? I was very suspect. I've been suspect them for, for, for a minute. But then come 2020, they was all holding press conferences and telling you what to do and putting out mandates. I was like, from a politician? Like, why would you listen to them? Well, the mayor came out and the government said, the governor said, who cares what they say? They ain't got no power or authority over them, over me. Look, they work for me. Like, what do you talk about? They told me not to do something. That's not your job. Dude, that's not literally their job. But again, y'all do what y'all want to do, man. Your job is not to tell me what to do. Your job is for me to tell you what to do. It's a politician. They lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they do nothing but lie to get in the office. They lie, and then all of a sudden, they're going to be honest and truthful. <laughs> Everybody, stay 800 feet away from each other. Don't talk. Stay in the house. Put on this goofy-ass face condom. <laughs> they are not to be getting instruction from, in my opinion. That's not in their job description. They're not supposed to have authority over you. But it's a politician. Anyway, that's I don't get it. I don't get it with the politician thing. I, I don't get I don't care who the politician is or what color they wear. They supposed to do what I tell them to do. They they work for the people. Anyway. <laughs> now, if it was a group of doctors, real doctors, new, 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 new world order. I would listen. Okay, okay. What are these goofy doctors gotta say? All right, put on your doctor clothes. All right, and then y'all gotta come to a consensus. Do not be divided. But not politicians, no. Not the media, no. No, that's not who you get instruction from. If you get instruction from these people, you're headed for self-destruction. I'm just letting you know. They're not going. And then when you listen to them and give them power and authority, oh, my God. I don't. Let me get off my soapbox. My man, Chairman Mo, says, speaking of MGTOW holding the line, he says the NWO and the powers that be uh, practice their ability to secretly restrict freedom in the speech in 2019, 2017 online after they got pissed at Trump won. He says, do you know who their first targets of online cancel culture and shadow banning on all the other online censor tactics. The first generation of MGTOW guys. Yes. TFM, Sandman, Hercules, MGTOW, Sydney, 
Stefan and all that. He said something for all of you to think about. Yeah, shout out to you. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Somebody said, interesting, interesting. I don't know, man. I just, I'm, a di- I'm cut from a different cloth. I mean, as soon as I see these people jump on the stage, I'll be like, whatever they about to say, I'm about to do the opposite. <laughs> I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care what they say. Whatever they about to say and tell me what I need to do, I know it ain't good. They're, pu- they're paid liars. Most of the time paid through lobbyists. Do you guys know how politicians work? All right, anyway, let me stop. I need to stop because the normies are going to skedaddle out of here. You're going to be like, him a conspiracy theory. All right, anyway, EC says government smart. He says, yet they can't agree on anything. Of course. Of course. And they get their marching orders from, uh, most of them are puppets. I know people are going to get pissed at this. They watching me. My private investigators lurking right now, taking notes. Him think political people are liars. Normie's right now going crazy. All right, shout out to Derek Choice, coach. The man is to blame because he thought he could pick up women with drinks and game instead of paying for it. Yep, I'm telling you. So, yes, we got to blame guys like this. Guys that go out to bars and clubs. And you're going to run game and you think. You think you're just so good and so wonderful. <laughs> ladies, ladies, what, ladies, are you here? Tell these slime buckets of a man that you guys are there to manipulate. Okay, you think you're so wonderful and you think you're so great when you go out there and you think your collar's wide open just enough and you think your damn Gucci cologne or your damn Prada or your damn whatever the hell, your damn Versace is so smelly. You think your pheromone soap is so kicking that they cannot resist you. Tupac even said it. Tupac even said it. I got to find that clip of Tupac. I don't know why I don't have it saved. You think you're so wonderful and bought so many wonderful drinks. You think your pickup and your game is so solid and flossy. You think you're so player. Oh, man, I talk to these skeezes. I talk these skeezes to go back to me. I got that game. Oh, man, you think you're, bro, stop. I want you guys to stop. You guys need to figure out. Most of it is just them. They decide what they're going to do. And now they, they're choosing number one. Number two, they'll choose to not even give you none. Take you all the way to right up to the tip of the promised land. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> my pickup game is so airtight. Oh, my Lord. So I don't feel bad for his goofy ass for getting robbed. All right. So anyway, but um it is what it is. Hey, let's get back to this part of the show. All right. Uh-oh. We going to Corrida land in San Antonio, Tejas. San Antonio, Texas. Stand up for us real quick. Hey, San Antonio, Texas. What it be like out there? What it be like out there? All the humanity. All the humanity. Right. San Antonio, Texas, 30 year old San Antonio, Texas woman stabs. I hate the stereotypes of America. Come on. Why did Latina chick had to stab you? All right. You know, she's going to stab somebody. The stereotypes just play itself. She stabs her boyfriend for not helping with the bills. Your rent's 
What is going on here? Oh my goodness! I thought I pill. Oh, here we go. It says a Texas woman. Let's read. Let's read the screen cap. But we're going to the internet as a source today. But it's all over the news. A Texas woman is behind. By the way, this is the second time a gordita done stabbed up somebody. Remember the only the other girl stabbed her boyfriend when he found out she had a secret OnlyFans account. San Antonio women be out here bugging. Stay out of San Antonio. Stay out of San Antonio. Stop messing with them five foot one, tall as they are wide. Same height sideways as they are standing vertically. All right, so anyway, the Texas woman is behind bars for allegedly stabbing her boyfriend multiple times for not helping with the bills. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It all went down at Cassandra Gutierrez's uh, apartment in San Antonio, according to KSAT. Reports. Uh, Gutierrez, age 30, and her 42-year-old boyfriend mm. went back to her. So here's again, older man, younger woman. Older man, younger woman. But them younger girls don't want you, although she, she chunky. They went back to her place after drinking at a bar. There we go again. But mm. let me get through this story. Good Lord. What, what's wrong with normies? Let's go to a bar and have drinks and come back and have sober conversation. Hey, guys, before we get going into the story, I'm sorry. I know this is this, people think this is distracting. I have to impart knowledge on you. First of all, if you're dating a woman, if you're dating a woman and you and she wants to have sober conversation after you've drank, this is a crazy lunatic. Do not have sober conversations with lunatic drunk lushes. This is just a recipe for domestic violence order. OK, as soon as she starts asking, yeah, but what about those curtains we were going to put into the apartment? Don't, we'll talk about it tomorrow when you're sober. Don't have sober conversations with drunk lushes. All right. So anyway, it's a recipe for disaster. Anyway, here we go. Anyway, Gutierrez, age 30, and her 42-year-old boyfriend went back to her place after drinking at a bar. An arrest warrant affidavit states that the woman became confrontational, of course, and accused her boyfriend of not helping her pay the bills. Her sugar daddy was pulling out, literally and figuratively. Wait. The situation ex escalated, however, and Gutierrez, uh, Gutierrez allegedly grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed him multiple times in the neck, right hand, left leg, and back. Remember I told you to hide your kitchen knives when you go over a woman's house, but allegedly he went over her house. So, again, the guys that say, never take them to your house. Here you go. Always go to her house. You know, guys with these silly formulas never take them to your house always go to her house dude there's always a trap when you're dealing with women never think you're making you always just got to understand to keep them at bay you know what i mean like deal with them in a in a way that you can prevent some of this shit there's no perfect that's why i never take them to my house go and then you take you go to her house and you getting stabbed up because she knows exactly where the kitchen knives are gutierrez was arrested on the same day after police obtained an arrest warrant, she was taken into custody and remains at the Bexar County Jail on a $775,000 bond. She was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and a second-degree felony. And there's the mugshot right there. There's y'all's woman right there. She looking crazier than cashier right there. There's y'all girl. Of course, she used a knife. Boy, the stereotypes. <laughs> The stereotypes are just the stereotypes. I always tell you, bro, you know, them Latina chicks, man, when they get after you, they going to get a knife. Mm. 
there's ways that you die according to the race that you deal with. Statistically, play the odds. You're dealing with a Latina chick, you're going to either die one or two ways, by knife or by primo. By knife or by primo, by cousin, if you guys don't know. Cousin S-A-N-M will roll up and they're going to be playing more bounce to the ounce in a hydraulic Chevy, okay? And you're going to probably get knifed up or they're going to have one of the mini trucks, them little mini trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, primo or knife. If you're dealing with Asian women, poison. If you're dealing with Asian women, poison. If all of a sudden she wants to cook you something, here's some soup. Here's some tortilla soup. Here's some soup. Don't, don't drink it. Don't eat it. All right? It's poison in there. It's poison in there. If you're dealing with white women, you're going to die by either. Uh, you're going to die by the legal system. They're going to legal system your ass. They're going to be crying on the stand. <laughs> They're going to be crying. All right. They're going to let you do and choke and all of that shit for 15 years. Then she's going to be. <laughs> she's going to meet to you. She's going to drag you. Court of public opinion. You're dealing with white women. They're going to get your ass legally. You're dealing with black women. They're going to get you by death by simp. They're going to get another simp to take your ass out. And then the simp goes to jail, prison, you dead, and she runs off with the loot or the children. I mean, that's basically how it goes. So be careful out here, gentlemen. Play the odds. Play the odds when you're dealing with these women. I've dealt with all, almost all 31 flavors, and I'm going back for a second heaping helping of the 31 flavors. I'm back to square one. So when it comes to these things, play the odds. <laughs> Death by simp. Yep. Death by Simp is going to be another gangbanger, another dude that she just broke up with, or he, she still, he feels, he still thinks she's in a relationship with each other. You, you pushing her guts in, and he busts through the door, and then he oozes you up. All right, and she's like, "Oh my God, Jermaine, what are you doing in here? We broke up yesterday." <laughs> Meanwhile, you getting shot up. You know what I mean? Pop, 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 pop. I told you to not come back. Your name is on the apartment lease and you still had the keys, but I told you to not come back. We broke up two hours ago. Mm. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Hold up. You got bullet wounds all in your back. You're like, hold up. Swiss cheesed up. You're like, wait a minute. I thought you didn't have no man. I didn't have no man. I broke up with his ass two hours ago. Told him to take his shit. I, I didn't think he was going to come back tonight. Mm. <laughs> that's a sister. That's how sisters get. That's how sisters get you. They ain't never going to put blood on their hands. They ain't never going to be caught with the knife. They ain't never going to be caught drip, drip, dripping uh, antifreeze in your Gatorade. Nah. They let other men carry that shit up. Jealous dude, a dude she let on, led a stray dude she took out for a date. Her old, old boy gangbanger from her bank homie she went to school with. Yeah, that's how you're going to get taken out. So play the odds when you're dealing with women. And odds are this is how you're going to take out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be your fault at the end of the day. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Anyway, no, no women are perfect out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta watch out. They will walk you into a trap. Invite you back to that old ass, little ass, dusty ass apartment they got in the back of Artesia. Come on over at twelve thirty a.m. Right in the middle of the night. Come on over. I'm ready to go. She got her incense. She done rolled up two joints. She ready for you to go. She got her robe on. She like, come on over. And then you, you crawl up, you drive up, gravel just to cracking under your tires. <laughs> you looking to where to park. Ninjas outside, game banging. You like, hmm, I don't know, man. Should I really go in there? Where do I even park my car? Should I put the club on? I think they're going to steal my hubcaps. You finally find a parking spot 
way down there and around the corner. Walk your ass there, pookie outside. You pass 10 pookies, two ninjas jumping out windows after they didn't. You pull up, you knock on that door, and the door is that metal door. Clang, 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 clang. All the neighbors wake up. The hell going out here? Oh, damn, that straggle-daggle got another man coming up. They shooting dice. They shooting dice down the stairs. You know what I mean? You walk in, the door open up. Her baby's still up eating hot Cheetos and standing in this diaper. Right? You looking like, damn, why your kid up at midnight eating Cheetos? Oh, baby, I don't wear it. I'll put him to bed. <laughs> she put the baby to bed. He keep coming out, interrupting you, punching you in the face. You're like, what is going on? Put this little baby to bed. I'm trying to hit that real quick. You get the. Here come the door. Bust wide open. Kaboom. Baby daddy coming in. <laughs> Captain Crumb crunch all over the floor. Bars on the window. Baby, baby daddy still get, the, get in there. <laughs> all right. Let me stop. Shout out to the hood. Shout out to the hood. Man, y'all got to watch out with this hood shit. Sometimes you got to be like, this don't even feel right. You know what I mean? I got to just, I better back away from this one. <laughs> All right, anyway, Preston says, I know we just met, but here's your rent. That's the woman's dream. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Perhaps, you goofy simp, do you have any free money for me? Pitbull barking outside. Yeah, man. Oh, bro. Hey, uh, yes. You goofy-ass old man. Do you have any free money? I'm in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, anyway, where we got uh, Mr. Jones is in the building. He says, hey, coach, what's the best cologne to buy? All right, um, I prefer to like Versace. All right, that's my favorite one going on right now. The Versace, um, I believe it is, um, it's in the green, it's turquoise's bottle. Um, that one right there, every straggle-daggle knows, every young woman knows, that that's rich man cologne. They be like, you smell like money. All right. But then you got to watch out. <laughs> yeah. Eros is the one. Versace Eros. They be like, mm, you don't smell like a Chad or a Tyrone. <laughs> By the way, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not a cologne advisor. Although I do have a collection of colognes. I like the citrusy flavor colognes. I'm not a spicy flavory cologne guy. Where's my Kevin Samuels? I'm going to swagger jack Kevin Samuels by doing cologne reviews. <laughs> Since everybody says I steal his stuff, mm. I'm going to be up here. Candles. <laughs> Candles and cologne. Can Hold up. I'm going to be up here swagger jacking candle of the day. La, 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 la. Mahogany teakwood. Mahogany teakwood intense. And cologne of the day, Versace Eatles. Go out and buy, buy, buy. By the way, if you're a if you're an older guy, if you're an older guy, stick with Joop in Fahrenheit. You'll be right there in the 1990s again. It'll be the 1990s all again, all over. Stay with your Joop, or they call it Yope, J O O P. You you wear Yoop? Oh, back in the day in the 90s, 1997, and you spritz on your Yoop? Oh my God, you had them, you had them girls pulling their panties off. What is that you wearing? Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Or Fahrenheit, the spicy Fahrenheit, they'd be like taking their panties off. So if you're an old head like me, you keep you on, but I keep you on deck. 
Y'all call a jupe in the hood. I keep jupe on deck. Them, them young girls don't know what hit them. They like, is that Creed? Is that, what is that? What, 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 what the hell is that? This you, baby. My pimping is in full effect. Now, if you a baby boomer, you keep that old spice on deck. If you a baby boomer, you put that old spice on the one in the bottle like this, the plastic bottle. And you got to put that joint out like this in your hand. You could be like. <laughs> and you get up under there after you done aftershave. You put some on the back of your neck right there. You put that old spice on deck and you walk outside. Woo, you be like this. Yeah, baby. Got that old spice. You ain't ready for that shit. I got that right there. 1099 at the right aid. <laughs> hey, boomers, keep that old spice on deck. Yeah, that brute. You put that brute on. Ooh, thriller jacket. Members only. You own you on point. You get your shoes on. You put your pimp socks on. Them big thin, you know, them thin ass socks. And they kind of just kind of like, you know, them pimp socks. You put your pimp socks on. Y'all don't know about pimp socks, do y'all? Y'all still be wearing. <laughs> y'all brothers still be wearing gym socks, black gym socks as uh as as y'all pimp socks. And you throw them Stacy Adams on, you know, those sheer black socks, you know, and they kind of like sheer in the middle. And they kind of not, and they stink like a mother sucker. You know, your father's feet stank like hell because he was wearing pimp socks and Stacey Adams all the time going to church. All right. He put his pimp socks on. Oh, man. You can't tell him nothing. <laughs> you can't tell that dude nothing. That dude is player. Anyway, <laughs> y'all still be wearing Nike black socks. All right. And sneakers. What's wrong with me, man? All right. Anyway. What's wrong with me? Y'all don't get dressed no more for the ladies. This is why y'all losing y'all younger girls. Anyway. All right. Shout out to who is this in here? Eric says, coach, I'm trying to super chat. You not going through. Shout out to the coach gang ninjas. Looking forward to watching this upcoming roast of the 304 Mia Khalifa. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the uh, tra uh, Travis says there was a YouTube video or there's a video on YouTube called Don't Be a Sucker that keeps getting recommended. It's an old black and white film from the U.S. National Archives during World War II. It's crazy how history repeats itself with normies. I got to check that out. Don't be a sucker. Okay, don't be a sucker. My man, no government name, says I looked up the Michael Strahan divorce after you talked about it yesterday. She worked in a spa, married him for six years, and got $15 million payout plus child support. He said, why? He stopped her from turning uh, turning her spa job into a, he stopped her from turning her spa job into a $15 million empire in six years. It's sad, coach. And not only that, she was very vindictive when the relationship ended. And she actually sold, while he was on the road or moved out of the house, He she had a yard sale of all his shit. She didn't throw his shit out on the street. She had a yard sale and still got $15 million payout for six years worth of marriage and child support. And she ran out of the money and recently in the last two years took his ass back to court. The sisters are like, that's what he get for marrying that white woman. You know, sisters are going in on that. That money in him. Like y'all out here ain't doing dudes dirty. <laughs> like what? Women that act like sisters that act like they ain't out here taking dudes to child support for $300 a month. Mm. 
I don't want to hear it. At least she got money out of the deal. Y'all got y'all got nothing out of the deal. Shout out to Leon Leonardo. We'll call you. He says, Coach, it was this Sunday I got warned with deletion by the sweetest side piece's husband that I didn't know she even had. I dodged all the bullets with that one when I cut things off. You got, dude, I don't, yeah, man, shout out to you. Guys, here's the rule that we go by. All, no woman's ever single. Not, never a single woman. They're never single. They always got somebody in their lives that they're trying to monkey branch with you. They're trying to get you as side piece. They got a guy that's stalking her, a guy that can't take no for an answer, uh, a guy that's infatuated with her, a guy that she's recently uh, broke up with that still has access to her body. There's no woman sitting around like, damn. In between reading books about how to have good chicken nugget, chicken noodle soup, how to make good Democratic catfish fish fry nuggets and sewing these uh, sewing these drapes. In between sitting here for the past six months, not giving my piece leave any attention and not giving any man attention, nobody in my DMs, here you came into my life. Here you came into my life. They never sitting around just twiddling their thumbs. You know what I mean? They always got something in some situation going on. And then here you come. Sure. Are you? And then what happens is they project onto you. Are you talking to anyone? No government name says, I think women like Mia Khalifa and Brittany Renner have figured out that many men on this side get triggered and there is money to be made. You're absolutely right on that, too. So uh, we do give uh, that was one of the things about Brittany Renner that I stopped talking about her because it became apparent that we were the only ones talking about her. Mm. Women were sitting around going, you know, what Brittany Renner said, yeah, go, sister girl. <laughs> No black women, no women in general were inviting Brittany Renner in for conversation. It was men. It was the Red Pill guys, Kevin Samuels, Deion Sanders, you name it. They were the only ones talking about her. We were the only ones triggered by Brittany Renner. <laughs> so anyway, and so I figured out real fast, I was like, I'm going to stop talking about this girl. No government name. Which race of women deletion is your best? <laughs> Which way? Okay, he basically said, which way deletion you want to die from? What race? He says a man can still survive the legal system, but deletion by Gump is game over. Yeah, see, it's about how lethal you want to die. Do you want to die slow or die fast? See, black women are going to use uh, death by simp. So it's going to be fast. You're going to die like, like 15 minutes ago, you were in pleasure, right? Your balls have been released. And then all of a sudden you die fast. Like it's a 15 minute change. Like, whoa. I don't know, man. That seems like it's fair. You're not going to feel it after the third bullet. You're going to be dead before you hit the floor. So, and you're not going to feel anything. The legal system, mm -mm. the legal system is death by a thousand cuts. You bleed out slow. You dry out slow. You don't even know you're dying. You don't even know you're dying. You're like, am I dying? Nah, I still good. <laughs> like uh, your boy, Rest in peace to uh, Young Dolph. They said he got Swiss cheese up, 50 bullets. I guarantee you he didn't feel it after the third one. Like, he didn't even feel the bullets. He never even knew. He never even felt that he was got shot. He just knew he got shot. And he was like, okay, I'm going to buck back. And then he bled out. I mean, it didn't even, he didn't even feel the pain. He just died. Death by legal, though? You just getting knifed up 
It's like getting choked out slowly. <laughs> you know, Asian women tend to going to poison you. Look it up. Look it up. I'll pull it up just so I won't be accused of being ra uh, a racist. But poisoning is lethal. Poisoning, you be dying in labor. Your, your stomach be cramping up like for like 12 days. Oh, this bit. This bit got me. And there ain't nothing you can do. You can't stop the poison. The poison, she didn't poison you for six weeks. Oh, this son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, that's pretty lethal. Stabbing also is lethal. Stabbing is lethal. Like, it's painful to get stabbed. And it's getting stabbed. You're like, how this little knife 50 times hurting me so bad? You'd be sitting there like this, bitch. You, you cussing her out. You telling her, next time I see you, I'm going to get you. But you don't realize you going out slowly. This is a tick, tick. Do you slowly black out? I'm going to get your bunk. Yeah, I'm going to get your ass. I bet you. I bet you I get you. I bet you I get you. I bet. I bet. I bet you I get you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you know. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, Did you see? My man, every everything pro says, did you in the the upper room? You in the upper room where G is <laughs> Okay. Who who's not laughing now? Who's not laughing? If you ain't laughing, stop. Stop, stop trying to get back to the subject. Come on, man. Have a little bit of yeah, all of a sudden, 72 virgins. Oh, I'm here, I guess. You better have repented before you got up there because it ain't no joke. All right. <laughs> 17. <laughs> okay, let me stop. My man, Thomas Cribs, keep up the good work, coach, so I can focus on my career. Hold up for a second. So I can focus on my career. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, O'Neal Perez. He says, I keep old classics like Jupe, Yope, or in Cool Water. You better keep them old classes around because these young girls ain't going to know what hit them. You ain't going to know what hit them. Shout out to speaking my mind says wearing that high karate. Is I don't even know what that is. What, what cologne is that? I got to check that out. Okay. All right. Robert Moreno says on behalf of all Mexicans, we now certify CGA as certified Mexicano. Shout out to you. He says your Mexican name is El Cabro. El Cabro. The GOAT. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to the Latino, Chicano, Mexican community out here. Hey, man, I grew, I went to school with a whole bunch of Mexicans back in the day. All right, we cool. The essays was cool. They dropped us off, you know. The essays be cool. You just don't, don't be by yourself. Don't be by yourself around some essays. <laughs> you ever be by yourself? Senor Gregorio El Cabro. El Cabro, how is it? I literally, you know, went to this, um, I went to this car show. I went to this car show because I like Cadillacs, you know, Cadillac Coupe, Coupe de Ville's. And um, of course, you know, when you go to a car show, it's going to be essays there. So I'm walking up by myself. You know what I mean? I'm thinking I'm bulletproof. I'm walking around with an S on my chest. 
I'm walking up, looking at all the Cadillacs. I go up. Oh, what's up? S.A. Que onda? Como esta? Hit him up with the dap. You know what I mean? I hit him up with the dap. Now, here's the here's what's going to happen to you when you do that shit. <laughs> oh, it's bad. When you do that shit, you know what's going to happen. The S.A. is going to dap you up. Hey, what's up, S.A.? What's up, Cholo? And then what they're going to do is surround your ass slowly. One dude is some khakis and Chuck Taylor All-Stars is going to portion off from the group and walk slightly in your blind spot. <laughs> they're going to score right, right here, right about here. And he's going to be about seven feet away, and he's going to have his hand in his pocket right there with his switchblade. And then another one on the other side is going to portion you off and stand right here in your blind spot right here. And then the other one going to stay, he says, the Ben Davis. And the other one, there's going to be one that you did not even know that came from another area that you didn't see and walked right behind you. His name is going to be Puppet. This is going to be Little Clown. This is going to be Chaos. This is going. And then you talking to this one right here. You like, yeah, S.A., you know what I'm saying? What you put on there? Oh, you got the gold Dayton's on. You know what I mean? Hundred spoke. Oh my God. Yes. White wall tires. You know what I'm saying? Eight batteries in the back. Let me see you front, back, side to side. Yeah. Big joker, little joker in the back. And the dude behind you is 12. The dude behind you is 12 years old. All right. And he been, he done been in shot 50 people already. They call him little homicide. Yeah. That's his little nickname. <laughs> right. And you just sitting there thinking you dapping it up. Yeah, S.A., yeah, Primo, yeah, all of that shit. And you turn around, and the dude with tattooed tears is standing behind you on the side, flanking you right here. you like, damn, sir. What's wrong with you? I thought we was cool. <laughs> I thought we was cool. Yeah, dude, they, they cool right here. Do not let them flank your ass. Do not let them surround you. It's a rapski. So I had them. The funny thing, I stopped at this car show. I stopped this car show. The reason why I thought I was bulletproof because I just came from the gun range. I just came from the firearm range. In my trunk, I had a whole arsenal. <laughs> so I was like, oh, y'all foods get the tripping. Y'all better make sure I don't get back to my trunk. All right. Because if I get up, stab, you know, they're going to stab you. They're not going to shoot you. They're just going to stab you 50 times. Oh, you mother sucker. All right. Don't let me get back to my trunk. <laughs> If I get back to my trunk, everybody getting blasted. But uh, yeah, man, it's crazy, man. That's it. Yeah, it's a rapsky. Hey, if they do that to you, because that's how they do it, man. That's how they. That's how they grow up. That's how they. They homeboys and cousins taught them that, and they will surround your ass with the quickness, with the quickness. And if they do it to you, it's not that they trying to set you up. They just ready to act. If you act up, all right. If you act up, they ready to get you. So they not gonna get caught off guard. Anyway, shout out to them. <laughs> oh man, I remember that day. I was like, boy, this is turning, this is getting bad already. All right, let's get to the family law attorney that agrees with CGA. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's get to this attorney right here. This is a divorce lawyer, shared by KT King. Let's go ahead and see if we can run this clip right here. Um, I just got married today. Wait, wait, hold on. So is love worth it? No. Okay, let's go. Let's go back and hear what she said. You might have missed it. Uh, here she is, a flat back plain Jane looking like Master Splinter. All right, she definitely gonna look like Master Splinter when you get her back to uh, the house. She said she just got married today, and she's out at a nightclub dressed like that. 
the boy, this generation of new women, y'all some new women. Um, I just got married today. Wait, wait, hold on. So is love worth it? No. Man, this boy, she this flatback just got married and said love is not worth it. And but I've been telling you this. Uh some some for some reason you guys are forcing this marriage situation because you're lonely. And of course, at some part of her life, she's gonna say, And that's you. And why not? And she'll use you as a starter husband. Okay. First of all, second of all, love don't last. I've already proven this. And although people keep arguing me, they'll never debate me on this on a serious way. Love does not last. You guys have had 50 loves already and none of them last, but you're going to say this next one is going to last. Or I had, I have a, a marriage or a husband of the last 10 years and it lasted. Okay. Who were you with before that? <laughs> I'm sure you were in love. Now this divorce attorney is going to rebut what she says. And I want you to listen to what he says, because not only am I giving you this advice to save you, he's giving you this advice. Let's go. I'm a little bit confused as to how to feel about this. <laughs> because on one hand, I'm always saying don't marry for love. There you go right there. This is a divorce attorney. It's, his name is Jet Lee. Um, it says right there, Jet Lee JD. He says, do not get married for love. Don't marry for love. It's dumb. Believe me, many have tried it. Many have failed. You have to get married for some other reason. Like if you were in love and you have kids, most of the time you say you're in love, but you're staying for the kids in essence, or you have a commitment to the kids. That is not love anymore. It's a form of love, but you're staying because you want to see your kids be better. That is not a loving marriage anymore, but you you have something else you're building on. But let's continue to see what he has to say. Uh, which she clearly didn't, so I guess that's good. But at the same time, you still need love. <laughs> and also, how are you so casual about having married that day? And what are you doing out like it's a regular Friday night? Okay, so uh, this is, again, what modern women will do. They will say, I can still I'll go out of nightclub and bars, and I can still go to this, and you're insecure, and I don't want to dress sexy. I'm not dressing sexy for other men. I'm dressing sexy for myself. I want to feel good for myself, and it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit, and even a divorce attorney will tell you, you're setting yourself up for failure. Why is she out there, especially getting, just getting married, and she's out there in these streets? In these streets? She out there hoeing. She out there joining the underworld, the class of the low, the lowest hanging fruit, which is club and bar women. She couldn't help but marry someone and go right back out there. In these streets. <laughs> but at the end of the day, to each their own. Congratulations. <laughs> now, again, see, this is a divorce attorney again. And I told you many divorce attorneys will tell you weddings are not celebrations for them. They're not parties for them. Weddings are inventory for divorce attorneys. Divorce attorneys are like, whatever, y'all going to be in my divorce room or you're going to make one of my partners rich or you're going to pay for one of my partner's grandkids college tuition at some particular point. Who cares? He like, do what you guys got to do. If you guys want to run out here and make a mockery out of marriage and love, go ahead. All right. Uh, I'm going to play that clip from Divorce Corp, and I'm going to have to fair use it just so you see what we're talking about here. Um, Very, very, very famous clip uh, from the movie Divorce Corp. Let's see if I can find it. Um, maybe the audio only. Right here. Uh, let's see if I can hopefully it's I know it's right at the beginning fair use 
they're giving you some statistics let me see if i can find it i want you guys to hear it and People hear it get married they get divorced since i started in 1949 when i passed a wedding i think to myself that's inventory all right there it is there's the famous line right there listen to this line i'm gonna have to turn it up people get married they get divorced since i started in 1949 when i passed a wedding i think to myself that's inventory what dude boy oh boy like y'all don't know the game y'all don't know the game trust me this is a business this is a business it's not about love guys it's it's gone love is gone people get married they get divorced since i started in 1949 when i passed a wedding i think to myself that's inventory oh shit that's cold just like the middle of the winter oh <laughs> and that man has gotten paid he's bought property he's put kids through college he probably's married himself He's put his grandkids through college and y'all goofballs keep funding this uh, this lifestyle where you're putting it on hope where most people do not get out alive. Most people get run run over. And if these people get any whiff that you have a failing marriage, they're going to they're going to be like piranhas and sharks. Um. Anyway, boy, did y'all need that bit of advice there? By the way, that movie is free here on YouTube called Divorce Corp. I've required it as homework. And I've used it uh, to let people know how the game works. How the Any game guy. Oh, I didn't mean to put that up there. Let's see here. Let me take that down. Are we ready for Mia Khalifa? Are we ready? Yes, we are. Mia Khalifa has smoke for men who prefer younger women. But why at this point in her life does she have smoke for men who have preferences for younger women? Now, first of all, it doesn't matter what men have a preference for. He's going to be shamed for it, criticized by someone. If you like thicker women, yes, or fatter women, you're going to be criticized. If you like older women, you're going to be criticized by a group of men mostly and praised by women. If you like women who are younger, you're going to be criticized by a group of women. If you like women that from another color, you're going to be criticized. If you go overseas for women, you're going to be criticized. It is always men that are criticized for their preference in women. If you like taller women, shorter women, fat we're going to be criticized. If you like blondes instead of brunettes, brunettes instead of redheads, redheads instead of, you're going to be criticized. Curly hair women, straight hair women, they're all going to criticize you. So the problem I have with this criticism is that it's oftentimes men have very few standards that they put on women, right? Very few. Women have a whole laundry list of things that a man has to do. He has to be able to sew. He has to be able to dance, sing, rap, dance, tap dance, surf, skate, all right, make money, but still be available, be a scammer, be a criminal, be a good guy, be a former thug, be a thug with a degree, have money on tap, have a car for her, pay her rent, pay her bills, pay for the first date, second date, third date. All right. She has to be able to have that man all to herself. And he has to do all of these things all at once, all at once. He has to be six feet tall, six feet under tall, six feet sideways, six feet, at, six foot, at, uh, six foot, um, uh, six foot, what do you call it? Six pack. He has to have six cars, six houses. <laughs> he has to be a good guy. He has to be a thug to everybody else, but a good guy to her. He has to only want sex from her. I mean, all of this laundry list of, guy, uh, of shit. A guy says, 
can you be in shape? And they go crazy. What the hell? What do you mean? How dare you? What do you mean in shape? Why are you always putting standards? You need this woman right here. If you're an older man over 40, they're going to run in here with the simp math. The woman for you, coach, has to be between 29 and 36. Where the hell did you come up with that number? Like, where did you come up with that number? Like, where? I mean, that didn't even make sense that you say that's the only people you should be talking to. That's called simp math. There's no formula for it. There's no half age plus seven. There's none of that shit. And just in your goof brain, bird brain mind, that seems appropriate for age wise. Doesn't come up. Doesn't matter the economic status of the man. Doesn't matter his options. Doesn't matter how hard he worked. Doesn't matter the sacrifice. Doesn't matter his looks. Doesn't matter his availability. Doesn't. Oh, it don't matter. This should be your person. And she must have miracles veins. She must be fat. She must be blacker than a trillion midnights. She must. She must be a single mom. And she must want to get pregnant again and married again. Yep, that's what you. That's what's for you, coach. <laughs> You're like what? So this is what we do here. So a guy says, no, I don't want a woman like that. Why? I want a woman this age because, well, Mia Khalifa has something to say. He, she's going to say why men go after younger women, not because they're firmer, not because they have tighter skin, not because they're naturally probably beautiful. Yeah, a halfway beautiful 19-year-old is way better than a pretty 40-year-old, I believe. Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. Not because they've been, they've been, they've been less ran through. They titty sitting up, all right? Yeah, that's what I want. I don't care what age I am. That's what I want. But Mia Khalifa has another reason as to why men choose women that age. Let's go ahead and listen. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, let's let's play. She says, any guy who goes after a girl significantly younger than them is severely lacking in their life. And I I mean that confidence wise i mean like they are falling short in so many places that that is the only place they can turn to to feel like they have they have something on the scale of power <laughs> yeah, hold on for a second yeah. <laughs> wow she says severely lacking. It sounds like if he can get that woman, he's severely having, not lacking. Odds are he has what this person wants and he's able to get her. How is that lacking? But let's continue what this bird has to say. Hold on. Let, let me give these guys the rooster. Let's continue. And it's, I mean, ultimately it's predatory. I mean, there's just no way to Always. kind of, because you're manipulating someone who is not aware of okay, uh, wait. what they're giving you. Yeah. And it's unfair. Oh my God, boy, these people. How dare you? These birds, these birds are damn comical. <laughs> these, they're comical. This is pure comedy. What else you got to say? Oh, that's it. All right, hold on for a second. This is comedy. Now, why is she saying this? Let's give you an update of who Maya Khalifa is, and then we'll go from there because that might put some, put a frame of reference uh, for for you. Mia Khalifa, I looked it up, age twenty nine. What happened? Where did all the men? Age twenty nine. Obviously, now she talking that bird. She talking that rooster. <laughs> yeah, she done about to hit the wall, and now she's saying it's unfair. But Mia, 
What were you doing between the ages of 18 and 29, I ask? Interesting enough. Between the ages of 18 and 29, she was riding high on the carousel. She was riding high in her youth. She was taking advantage of the situation because she was youthful and somewhat beautiful. She then did everything from the miracles of modern science to prawn to selling her body to trying to parlay that into some sort of legitimate career. So I could focus on my career. And now that the ship is coming to an end, now that the ride's coming to an end, now she's seeing the same men who used to jock her going to women slightly younger than her, if not younger. Oh. Now you got smoke. Now you mad because you're about to hit 30 and dudes are going, yeah, that's okay. Or I'll just pipe it down and I'll go find 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Now you got smoke. After she made a whole career between the ages of 18 and 20, getting her inside, 18 and 30, getting her insides pushed over her esophagus. What were the men that did this to you? See, here's the thing. Women who talk about this, women who say things like this, just ask them, have you ever dated an older man when you were younger? Matter of fact, by nature, women do seek men who are slightly younger, if not, I'm sorry, slightly older, if not all the way older. You will find that women who think like this had a relationship that failed and she did not get anything out of it. And she will say, well, I once dated a man who was in his 40s when I was 23. And what happened? I didn't I wasn't able to manipulate him. See, it's manipulation when you get it on them. Right. It's illegal when you manipulate them. But when they manipulate you, it's a part of the game. It's a part of the game. Most women going back to junior high school and high school were searching older men. It's natural. Not all the way older. Not what I'm saying is but in junior high school, the eighth grade girls were dating the boys that were in ninth and tenth grade. Right. And when you were in ninth and 10th grade, the ninth and 10th grade girls were going after the seniors and the college freshmen. By the time the girl was a senior in high school, she was she couldn't date no damn senior at her school. She like, hell no. She was dating the freshmen, sophomore and juniors in college. By the time she touched down on college campus, she either had a sugar daddy or an older boyfriend that was a senior on, in the fraternity or sorority or the football field. They were targeting these guys or they were dating men that had jobs. By the time they hit junior year in college, they were dating full-ass adult men that had a job and or had a sugar daddy. Okay, By the time they graduated from college, they were dating men slightly older, if not all the way over. Many of them had their Mr. Big. Or they were screwing the college professor for extra grades. Look, we need to stop this cap. Then all of a sudden, by the time you hit 35 and she hits 35 and you missed her the entire 17 years, you missed her the entire 17 years. She looks up. She'd been using and discarded like toilet tissue. Now, all of a sudden, she says, you're 35. I'm 35. We make a great power couple. What happened? Where did all the men go? And then you're 35 and you're like, nah, I'm going to get the college babes. I'm going to girls going wild party. I'm going to the I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to the junior college. I done already been dumped, divorced, put to the side, all of that shit. I'm not dating any of these girls right there. We can have some fun like you've been having fun with the previous guys the last 17 years, but I'm not committing to you. No, I like younger women. What's wrong with you? You're reprehensible. They pulled this Mia Khalifa bullshit. You see what I'm saying? So never feel sad or sorry or make, um, make no mistake about it. Never feel like you're doing the wrong thing that you prefer younger women because they prefer older men, if not just slightly older. 
or slightly more mature, sometimes all the way over, all the way older. They'll go all the way up the scale and you won't even know it. They'll all have their Mr. Big. They'll all have their Mr. Big. So um, now because they now get into that wall, they want to come back and call you a predator. When she was preying on all men at all points, even when they hit the older age, they prey on you because they know you can be manipulated. Now she's 35, 40, 45. Hey, we're the same age. What do you talk about with those younger women? What do you mean what we talk about? We are 10 toes up. We let our bodies talk. Let me hear your body talk. We don't want to talk to women. Ladies, why do you think we want to talk to you? Come and talk to me. What do you talk about? Do you talk about the good old days at Club X? Do you talk about the good 90s music when it comes on? Can we talk for a minute? You can't have those conversations with those young girls. Well, I don't want to have conversations with the old girl, those old girls. I, I don't want to have those conversations. What do we need to talk for? I can drive with her in my Porsche 911 in complete silence. We just we driving in silence and violence. And I'll be like, uh, girl, when we get home, just run upstairs naked. Uh-huh. Let the little feet pitter-patter up my stairs and jump in that bed and wait for daddy to get in there. She'd be like, oh, yeah. Him, daddy. <laughs> what? You mean talk? You want to sit around? You want to sit around? You know how ladies want to sit around. Older women. Now that I've been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. I'll string along sex right here to you. I'll make you work for it. Take me out. Spoil me. We're going out for a nice candlelight dinner. I only want candlelight dinners. Only date men that pay for dates. Candlelight dinners. All right. Long conversations. Long walk on the pier. Oh, this is wonderful. Isn't this great? Let's cuddle. Oh, no. Let's not get into it right now. Let's cuddle. Let's stay in the bed. Oh, aren't you cold? Pull the sheets up over the bed. No, man. No, 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 no. Let's get right to it. <laughs> hell with all that shit let's talk about what happened back in the good old days remember no 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 let me hear what that mop my let me see what that mouth do it's barbecue in there spoil me i'm with a man that wants to spoil me <laughs> they love just talking chatting i want to have my best friend and i want to talk ladies you better not be talking to me before I bust, all right? Because I'm going to be like, that's what we hear. We got wah, 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 wah. But now that her beauty's running out, Mia Khalifa got shame for men. Let's hear what she got to say again. I mean, she she's out of she's out of pocket once again. No matter what man's preference is, he's going to be shamed. Play it. Any guy who goes after a girl significantly younger than them is severely lacking in their life. And I, I mean that confidence wise, I mean like they are falling short in so many places. That that See, she thinks she got some value. Well, now that I know myself and I can have conversations with you and know how you're manipulating me and I can't manipulate you no more. What the hell? She mad. She can't manipulate nobody no more. It's the only place they can turn to to feel like they have they have something on the scale of power <sighs> ladies have you noticed that older women have you noticed that older women always look at sex as a power dynamic they will always say that meanwhile they're sleeping with their boss to get to the top they're sleeping with the manager they're trying to forge a relationship and that power dynamic is ever there why 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 do they look at sex as power? Because they will say that to men. Sex is about power. And I'm like, what? 
Now I just want to bust this nut. I don't, I don't look at it as a power position. Now, when I get you in that bed and pull that hair, yes, I'm in control. But I don't look at it as I'm trying to get over on you and manipulate you. I don't see that. But women see it as that, and there's one reason why. It's because they're always trying to seek out men with power. They always trying to sleep their way up. They're always trying to use that peace leave to get up or to get married or they're, they're always going for the powerful men. They always submit to the powerful men. We never see it as that. Now, when we get to the position of leverage and options, obviously our options increase. And then the women start playing the victim instead of realizing she's a volunteer. You're sleeping with the guy because he has leverage and options or you're making yourself give access to that guy because he has the leverage and options. It's not that he used it as a power. It's because he is a powerful man. And that is an attractive thing to women. So now when the guy, when she, when she succumbs to it, she's like, well, he used his power on me. No, he didn't. You succumbed to the power. You gave yourself up for the power. We never look at it as we're powerful and you're not. It's that you look at it as he's powerful and therefore, and not only that, it's that it's not that younger women are better than older women. There's some good women with some good, good, good stuff out here. The bottom line is when you talk about nature, you can't trick nature. Fertility is an issue. Women are highly more attractive when they're younger than they are older, although that is subjective. You will find that men, goofy men, will say, no, older women are better or they look better. Now, you might go with that. And if that's your preference, that's fine. I don't I don't. I don't want to belittle you by saying you're goofy for that. However, however, name something that gets better as it gets older. <laughs> name any name something. Wine. Wine. <laughs> Men. Not many times that you're going to go women. <laughs> so I said bread, cheese, milk, whiskey. There's the, when it comes to nature, you don't throw women on top of there because nine times out of ten, you'll be dead wrong. Of course, you will find the exception to the rule. Most of the time, you don't apply this. Yes, women get better as they get older. Now, they do get more confident. They become more comfortable in their skin. They're more willing to accept their flaws. They will lead with that. They become better in bed because they know many times some of them know what it takes by practice to please a guy. So, yes, those things were in there. Just because a woman feels better in her skin doesn't mean she's better looking. Mm. <laughs> it's just the bottom line. Line up women. <laughs> he said, line them, line them up from old to young. And then tell me at the end of that, you pulling out the older women only and leaving the young ones on the table. Now, one thing that does happen with men is that subconsciously they will deselect younger women as a, as a way to say he doesn't deserve to be with her, right? Or he's going to be guilted and shamed with sign language. I, can't, I shouldn't be looking at her like that. Oh, that's somebody's daughter. Or she's my daughter's age. Or that girl's too young and all that shit. Well, look, I don't believe in none of that. Doesn't mean that I want my daughter to be doing that. Doesn't mean I want to be with my daughter. Doesn't mean any of those things. Doesn't mean my mama. Uh, it, it doesn't mean any of those things. People have a preference. 
People have a preference and it is what it is. But the bottom line is a lot of women are taking advantage of this up into a certain age and then they start backpedaling. They start backpedaling when they don't qualify. And of course, Mia Khalifa can probably still get it. But look, she hit the age of where I start disqualifying. I start disqualifying. I start going mm, 29. Mm. And it's not because she's 29. It's not because she's 30. That's not the only reason why I disqualify them. The reason why I'm disqualifying them is because I know she had seven. She's had at least a decade of practice in manipulating men. That is going to be disadvantaged to, to me or work against me, or she's going to think it works for me and it's going to be corny as hell. That's number one. Number two, she's settling at this particular point. It's about to be curtains for her in terms of prime selection. She has a new crop of 18-year-olds every year bumping her up. All right, number three, she's more likely to want to settle down, cohabitate, and or get pregnant on me at this age. When she's younger, she's not thinking about that. She wants to go out and be in these streets, okay? So now she want to get knocked up. Now she wants to get married in six months. Now she wants to get cozy and start nesting. Now she wants to have serious commitments. No, 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 no. Late 20s, early 30s. And that's you. No, no, I don't want that. Now she's more understanding of how her body works and how she can get pregnant. Just like, the, oh, I'm pregnant. Now she's in a bind financially, more likely than not. More likely, her finances and her dreams of being a CEO has died a miserable death. And them student loans are piling up on her ass. And now she's like, oh, I'll go settle up with a man my age that's successful. No. More than likely, this woman has a child. More than likely, this woman has been married and divorced. That's why I avoid them. Okay. And now she want to throw her bad eggs on me and get all of my potential things that I worked hard for. No, 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 no. Yep, now she can't make no more. She's not being selected to make more prawn. Now, that brings up another point. That brings up another point. Was she? Who was she getting banged out on on camera when she was making prawn? That's the, that's the million-dollar question. Because, look, I looked it up myself. It says right here, this is her this is her second husband that she couldn't make work. So she's already divorced twice. Um it says right here her first marriage. I it says right here, okay, she called off the wedding. Okay, uh she they were going to get married but they called it off. I remember reporting on that. Oh, here it is right here. Has Khalifa been married before? The former prawn icon was previously married during her adult career for three years from 2011 to 2014. If you do the math, that's when she was 17, 18, right there. Three years, 18 to 22. It was reported that she got married straight out of high school at the start of her prawn career, but her former husband's name has not been identified. So there you go right here, 18 to 22. So don't feel sorry for them. She got what she wanted. She made her decision. She's not a victim. She's a volunteer. But I'm just going to assume when you were between the ages of 18 and 22, were you getting banged out on camera by 18 to 22 year olds? Nope. Were you getting your joy and pleasure and your money, making your money in your career? So I could focus on my career. Who was clapping those cheeks when you were 18 to 22? I guarantee you, and I know my prawn, the men were 
35 and up. The men were not 18, 19, 25 or nothing. They, these guys were 35 and up. Were they predators then? Were they predators then? <laughs> See, that's the question I have to answer here. You're mad now because you fall out of the category and nobody, you know, you, you're probably getting selected if you did want to go back in the prawn. They're probably saying you could play the MILF character. I don't know if you guys know, women over 28 mostly play MILF characters because they already look older than 28 and they could just make their hair look like they're, you know, do their hair in a style that makes them look like a MILF. They don't use 50-year-old MILFs unless you're in the nasty boy category. You know, you nasty boys out there. Oh, that's nasty. But the MILF categories are played by women 28 to 35. The college girl characters are played by right out of high school. <laughs> what a wonderful world we live in when this woman can shame us, a prawn star can shame us for trying to tell us we're wrong for liking younger women. And look at this woman here, another wall smasher, another not prime selector, another one that has had her fun and now she's ready to settle down. Now she got something to say. And it's, I mean, ultimately it's predatory. I mean, what was it? What was it when you were younger and having fun and getting your stuff paid for men buying you drinks and uh, sending you on trips and vacations? What was it when you were doing that? I, I, I do want to know when you were getting free trips and you were going to Tulum and men were paying you a thousand dollars a night and you were getting banged out on camera doing five scenes a night when you were going to travel and men were spoiling you and sending you free gifts. They were sending you perfume and buying you Birkin bags. They were giving you lease cars, Mercedes C classes. What was it then? I got a question. What was it then? They were taking your ass to do do Dubai. You were jerking off camels to a squashy. You were letting 13-year-old she cousins have their way with you. What was it then? And there's just no way to kind of, because you're manipulating someone who is not aware of what they're giving you. And it's unfair. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> All right. The nature doesn't lie. When Father Time comes and strips away what Mother Nature has blessed, all of a sudden it ain't fair. Guys, do not fall for this. Do not fall for this. I'm a guy that does not fall for this. Y'all can call me what you want. Call me what you want. I don't fall for none of this garbage. This is garbage. This is them having the advantage, losing the advantage, and try to seek to keep the advantage by manipulating you and shaming you. No, 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 no. You're going to see me with, you know what you're going to see me with. This is crazy. <laughs> All right, let me check something real quick. I did have, uh, let's take that down. It's not fair. Hey, life ain't fair, baby. Life ain't fair. All right. Uh, most of us men had to struggle just to get just a little bit when we were younger. We had to struggle, struggle, and struggle. Oh, this is another woman here that's going to, oh, listen to this woman right here. Okay. Listen to this. This is a woman that's going to basically Listen to the ages that she names. This is a, a prawn star, I believe. Listen to the ages that she names as to prep herself or groom herself to get into the industry. This should be an eye opener for you and something that I've talked about for quite a bit. Here we go. I was sick of being criticized for who I felt like I was at my core. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. And I thought about it for four years. Wait, did you say four years? Um, the way nature works, women get this, they get going way earlier in life, way earlier than you. She said for four years. 
what age were you when you start thinking about this? Before I finally turned 18. I'm going to play that again. You guys think that you guys don't think that women are thinking of these things as they get, especially Generation Z. Generation Z is all out prepared. I've told you stories of girls are like, yep, I've had dating profiles since I was 14. I've had uh, seeking apps since I was 16. Once they turn 18 and a girl jumps in and she go, look, go look. I know people have a, this is an uncomfortable conversation, but if you have daughters, you just got to know this. Look at the movie on Netflix, Girl, Hot Girls Wanted. The girls turned 18. On the day they turned 18, they was getting flown out. They did not wait. They they did it wasn't like they thought about it. Oh, I just turned 18. Let me think about this. They've already prepped and groomed themselves to get to this point. And not only have they done that before that, what they were doing behind the scenes, you don't even know. How would a person even think about this stuff? And I'm telling you, a lot of women, mostly the older, attractive women, like they start early in life, man. They start early. And people don't want to talk about this. I talk about it just to let you know that the advantage that they have in life doesn't start when they're 18, 19, and 20. It starts way at 14, 15, and 16. I know it's it, it's just the truth. It's just the truth. The advantage they start having on young men, and then it wanes down when they hit 30, and then they start telling you goofballs that didn't have the advantage between high school and 30. They start telling you, you should desire them. This is who you should be aiming towards. And you're like, how does this even make sense? It doesn't make sense. And when you kick that monkey off your back and say, I'm going to do what I want to do, as long as it's legal, you're good. Let me go ahead and play that again so you can hear. Oh, dang, dang, dang. All right, hold on for a second. I hate when Instagram does that, but I thank them as well. Here we go. I was sick of being criticized for who I felt like I was at my core. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. And I thought about it for four years before I finally turned 18, going over the pros and cons, really like dissecting it. Is this what I want? Why do I want this? And when I finally turned 18, I was like, yes, this I'm doing it. Okay. And so it, was, it felt liberating to. All right. So dude, look, this, this is not only her. And no, I don't want to hear this because she's a prime star and she had daddy issues. She thought about this pros and cons practice liberating. But then they'll say you're preying on them. You're manipulating them. And she didn't thought about it. Pro and con list before she even turned 18 and then said it was what she wanted to do. She said, I was a volunteer, not a victim. And then you show up, you're victimizing me. You're using your power, you're manipulating. Can you hear this? Can you hear this? Let's continue. To, to do the thing that I set out to do that I wanted to do. To do the thing I set out to do and wanted to do. There's no victims. There's volunteers. She made a conscious decision to use her perceived advantage, thought about it, and did it. And she said it was liberating. Continuing. In spite of the criticism, in spite of people telling me that I shouldn't, I guess I'd just been through enough, like in high school, being teased for expressing my sexuality, that I just became strong. Like I just, 
realize that this is who I am at my core. This is what I want to do. Many people aren't going to understand it and that's fine, but I want to live my life authentically. And this is what I want. I'm glad that an Aussie has done so. He probably had a couple of scenes with this woman. This dude right here had a couple of scenes with her back in the day. Well, in this industry. And you just, uh, I was going to say you fucked them all, but. Uh, I kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> there's no victims there's volunteers and of course she acknowledged that she expressed this sexuality at an early age most of the time probably enticing men and also saying complaining that certain men are looking at her what does my shoulders turn you on but they know deep down inside they're enticing men they're playing this nature against you she was well aware of it at that age and as well as all of them. But they manipulate you by saying you're wrong for sexualizing them and objectifying them. As a result, we live in a society today where women choose to objectify themselves, mostly to try to check, uh, obtain money and status. It's women doing it for themselves. And all along, I've been calling it out as that being the case, right? <laughs> in some ways, it did. I was sick of all right, enough about that. What a world we live in, guys. Look, what is, we always tell you two things about how you deal with dynamics between men and women. The dynamics you deal with is that what they say and what they do are two different things. This is how you decide how to deal with them. Let them say what they want. You'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But what they do is important. Their actions and how they carry it out is their true version of themselves. She can talk about all day long. I don't do this and I don't do that. And men do this and men do that. And I don't do and I would never do. And what she could do that all day long. You know what I hear? Crickets. I don't hear a damn thing. You can't tell me, well, not all women and not all this and not true. And this is not true. And I've loved my man for the last five years. And it means nothing. That's 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 to me. He says, Coach Adama's been saying this. Yep, I've been telling you this. This is what the real is. What you see and what you don't see are two different things. Women are fantastic creepers. I know because I creep with them. They're fantastic at hiding their dirt. The stuff they do, they're great at it. And then they come out smelling like roses. And if they ever get caught, what do they use? Victim. It was Jermaine's fault. He had the power. He manipulated me. I didn't realize. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bull. It's all bull. <laughs> Every time it works like clockworks because dudes believe words and not actions. I believe actions. And it's a matter of time that I'm going to catch you, ladies. I'm going to catch you at one particular point, And I'm going to just sit there. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm one of the good ones, coach. I'm one of the good ones. What do you mean? I don't know anyone like this. I don't know any girls like this. Where are you meeting these girls? Those are the type of girls you hang out with. Those are the girls around your area. Those are the girls in California. These aren't the girls in Washington, D.C. Bullshit. It's all, look, you can say what you want to say. I don't believe none of that shit. Because not only that, I've lived around the entire country. I lived in seven regions. Y'all all the same. One more thing. Sorry. One more thing. Any woman that claims to say, where are you meeting these girls? I don't know any people like that. It's one of the biggest liars and manipulators on planet Earth. 
because she's trying to insinuate that she went through junior high school, high school, college, or she started working at Walmart, went through post years, which the middle years for her, 25 to 30, bars, nightclubs, vacations, Jamaica, then married or had a baby out of wedlock, broke up with the daddy, then proceed to find other men. She went through all them years and she ain't seen one girl like that. <laughs> she ain't seen no manipulative skeezers, no women that sucked on some salami in the closet in junior high school. She ain't seen no skeezers, no manipulative women, no women, no backstabbing, no nothing in high school. She completely missed it. Went through college, nothing. She missed all of that in college. Missed the bars and nightclubs, missed the 18-year-olds with fake IDs, sneaking into the 21 and up clubs, missing the drunk, passed out girls, missing the false allegating girls, missing the girls that had early terminations of pregnancy. She missed sorority rush. She missed the women getting smashed by football players in the bushes. She missed her doing it. She missed that. She missed the men. She missed the women sleeping with the boss, the manager, the CEO. She missed traveling. She missed being the sugar baby. She missed the gangbangers, the dudes with uh, Latrell Sprewell rims and Cadillac Escalades. She missed all of that shit. She somehow missed everything. <laughs> she missed enticing the college professor for grades and A's. She missed uh, uh, teasing the PE teacher in high school. She missed all of that shit. And she's now 35 going, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the lesbian roommate hookup. She missed her cousin getting pregnant as a teenager. She missed all of that shit. She missed that. Mm. How? Like, look, you Cavs can't, can't get keep getting manipulated. She she missed the back. She missed the weddings. The bridesmaid getting pounded out by the DJ at the wedding party. She missed the daddy, the 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 divorce daddy at the wedding party boning the. She missed all of that shit. She missed all of it. She missed seeking arrangement. She missed TikTok. She missed Instagram. She somehow earned her Instagram feed is full of people painting pictures at wine parties. She missed all of that shit. She, she doesn't get any skeezers come through her Instagram suggestion box. What? What are you talking about? Women stripping on Instagram and TikTok. You see what I'm saying? This is why you can't believe this bullshit. You got to trust action. She clueless. She don't like, what are you talking about? What world are you in? She missed when she had a sugar daddy. She missed when she was behind on her rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She just dropped in from planet parallel universe. And now she's out here. I'm one of the good ones. She missed the pastor trying to bone six women in the congregation and getting those panties. She missed all of that. She just missed the stories. She missed the news. She missed any Instagram updates. She missed everything. Come on, stop. Mm. Never believe it. That's why I'm arming you with. Never believe their words. What? What are you talking about? What? She missed it. <laughs> anyway, let's get to these contributions, man. 
She missed the backstabbing women, the two-faced women. She missed the lying women, the women that brought alcohol to school and smoked weed and popped perks in the bathroom. She missed the girls smoking in the bathroom. She missed all of that. Somehow she missed all of that. She missed the college quarterback. She missed the college dudes going back to the high schools, picking up the, the seniors. She missed all of it. She, she doesn't know anything you're talking about. She missed all the times in the middle of bunkhead when the 12, 13, to 14-year-old girls would mess with the 16, 18-year-old boys. She missed all that. She didn't see none of that. What? What are you talking about? What? She missed her daughter doing it. She missed her daughter trying to mess with her boyfriend, her older boyfriend. She missed all that shit. <laughs> Shout out to man. She, it, it, dude, do not fall for these games, man. These are just games. <laughs> oh boy and shout out to the ladies shout out to uh mr joe joe thomas he says listening that work on my headphones shout out to you uh, yeah man indeed all right d rose is in the building on the job but tuned in to coach shout out to the flatbacks indeed yeah brother shout out to loud pockets he says shout out to the usual suspects thank you brothers for being here and helping out Underdog, glory, salute, dude, you're funny as hell. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out. Oh, Dr. Thunder's in the building, man. Appreciate you. He said, him a metaphile. Him a metaphile. All right, y'all can call me whatever you want. Vincent, salami, to so salami tsunami is trying to give advice. Shaking my damn head. Okay, salami tsunami. Indeed. Okay, okay. Uh, that's He's talking about Mia Khalifa. Gary, uh, he says, Lexi, too legit, been doing prawn when she turned 18. That is the height of, that is the, that's the peak of when a prawn company wants to get the girls on. They don't be looking around. Where's all the 35-year-old women prowling the bars for cougars? They'll do it. It's a subsect of the industry, but it's not the moneymaker. The moneymaker is younger women, period. Nothing wrong with it. That's just the true nature of the world. And odds are she's not doing scenes with 18-year-old boys or young men. She's doing scenes with men in their 30s and up. Multiple. And it's a billion-dollar business. Don't act like you ain't looked at it. It's on your Instagram right now, by the way. Shout out to Dame Digital. He says bars on top of bars on top of bars. Free agent lifestyle for life in the building. <laughs> All right, look up the case of Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords turned the industry upside down. Look it up. I'm not going to tell you what it is, and I'm not suggesting what it, what it is. Tracy Lords in the 1980s turned the industry upside down. Some of your best playmate playmates of the year were between the ages of 18 and 20. Now, people are going to try to criticize you for this, and some dudes will be like, but I just can't look. Fine with me. Do what the hell you want to do. <laughs> Some dudes will be like 21 and older, let another ninja molder. Okay, whatever. Fine with me. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you to shame a guy for this shit when it's literally something that people have been doing for quite a long time. And it somewhat matches what the behaviors are in the normie world. It matches what people do behavior-wise. Now, if you have a roadblock in your mind, that's your mind. Don't put it on me. That's your head. They don't, don't, don't put it on me. And don't try to act like I'm trying to go a day before. I'm trying to be like, okay, like the double dutch, like this. <laughs> like, all right, hold on for a second. Let me get in. 
17 years, 11 months, and, and 364 days. No, no, I ain't trying to. I ain't doing that. Somebody said Tracy Lords lied. Yes, she did, but people knew. Yeah, I mean, look, you you thought she was older? Everybody knows. Everybody knows what's going on. See, the game is to we we live in a Puritan world where we do things at the under the cover of night and then we come out into the world and we act delusional. Huh? That's shameful. And then you go back and be having orgies, women are dominatrix, and then we ignore it like it's not happening. Or we act surprised. Casting couch? You mean this ugly NWO guy was banging all these beautiful, no-talented actresses, and they were getting prime movie roles, Oscars, movies, salaries, income, and then when they hit the wall, they came out and said, oh, we got taken advantage of. What? Shameful. Mm -hmm. Like what? You knew these no talented actresses were on the casting couch. The literally phrase casting couch has been around for a long time. A quite a long time. As a matter of fact, Madonna herself said she slept her way to the top and everybody was you go girl. You got to do you. You got to do you. Y'all still celebrating Madonna. She's 72 years old trying to whip her breasts out. You go girl. But then the minute you try to get some, you be like, let me get some of that too. Oh no, you reprehensible metaphile. You jerk predatory <laughs> right you're like what actions not words actions not words if you trust words you're going to be highly disappointed and highly manipulated don't try to guilt either don't try to guilt we ain't fall i'm not falling for guilt you're not gonna see no guilt on my damn face all right, anyway. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, Mac, Mr. McGilly, McMillie, Mr. Mac Millie. That sounds like a good name. I'm rich, Somebody says, so coach, how much free will do we give them? Not sure what, what you mean. How much free will do we give women? Hey, women going to be women, whether you like it or not. All right. They're very good. Uh, they protect each other. They do what they got to do. In my opinion, this is why in modern times, relationships are just a waste of time. Um, some people can have success with it, but we showed you that one guy. Oh, you know, I had a nice girl. I got a girl. Don't be jealous of me. I got a girl in my bed. Next video is him talking about women going to cheat. I've often said the worst thing you can do as a man is to try to capture her in your hands you're trying to capture her you know what i mean no nah, man let that woman be free let that woman be free let 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 her go out and do what she gonna do i'm not trying to capture her and keep her and put her in the cage and all that stuff but for myself she can't do that to me either she's always gonna know i'm a free bird okay listen to that song free bird I'm a free bird out here. So um, with that being said, since I'm a free bird and she's a free bird, what's what eventually will happen is she'll try to she'll try to keep capture you. And when you are a free bird, have you noticed that about women? Right. Have actions and not words. When the guy releases her, when the guy pays no hurt, pays her no mind, he doesn't text her. He delays texting back. 
she'll even question to herself, why the hell am I about this dude? Why am I, why am I putting up with this bullshit from this guy? Because he's a free bird. All he has to do is ping her at the right time, ping, and she'll be wet. She'll deliver the goods. But the dude that's always trying to stalk her, bugging her, nagging her, asking what she's doing, where she at? Why are you going there? Why are you going there? Why are you wearing that? She eventually going to dry up like the Sahara Desert on that guy. She's going to eventually feel like a prisoner. And thus, you're not going to get her soul. She eventually is going to cheat on you eventually and say, you push me into his arms. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. You got to have that song. So, girl, I got to do what I got to do and break your heart. I don't think women are supposed to be caged. As a matter of fact, if you look at some of the fairy tales and the mythology that we've had, the stories, Rapunzel is a great example. Cinderella is a great example of that. When they felt caged and they felt that they couldn't go out and be them and people would try to keep them for themselves and keep them up in closets and keep them up in cages, the daughter, the rebellious daughter, where the guy was the pastor's daughter and he told her, hellfire and brimstone, do not be a 304. Eventually, all three of them women went out and guess what they did? What? In these streets. It's the same story. They the, the cage, the cage woman does not work. We try it though. Yep, the little mermaid, the woman you give instructions to when they're young and dumb, and you tell them this is who you're gonna marry, this is what you're gonna do. It backfires almost every time. <laughs> backfires, right? It blows up in your face. When you get married as a young man, and I did this as well, where are you going and what are you doing and what is this and why are you talking to them? Why are you talking to that guy? And then she's going to manipulate you and say it's really nothing. Well, you know what it is now. She's eventually going to fornicate with that guy. Oh, I was with him and I didn't realize and he just fell right into between my lap and he started thrusting and I didn't do anything. I didn't enjoy it. And I just came back and I didn't tell you about it. And I thought, bullshit. And if she's not doing it, she knows a friend that's doing it, you know. So I'm a free bird. I exercise my options. I never get into a position where I'm only the only man for that woman. And she's not the only woman for me. But yeah, man, every every man learns. I think the more you keep them like, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. One or two things is going to happen. She's going to move on or she's going to be enticed by that. She's going to believe well, I got to go. I got guy. Something about him. <laughs> uh, Macaroni Tony, he says, yep, I'm lacking. Now I'm packing. Pause. He says, yep, you broke. Now I'm up. Now let's play hide and go get it in here. Somebody says, yeah, they're going to use that. So what are you going to tell your daughter here? He says, like Bush. <laughs> Bish, we know she going to listen or she not going to listen. So why care? Yeah, people tried to use that, and of course, they tried to use that. Well, what are we going to tell your daughter? I, the one thing I told my daughter, and I forgot that when I it was in the show, and I could have put an end to it, but I always tell her this. The worst thing you could do in life is become a single mother. <laughs> I never fail to forget to tell her that. Now, the more restraints I put on her, the, the daughter's naturally going to rebel. Daddy's little girl is going to rebel. I was like, avoid everything else, but do not become a, I was like, you're going to, you're going to kneecap yourself. The worst you can think you would come as a single mother in life. 
She's heard that too many times. That's why she like this dude. But that's the worst thing you could be because you're playing catch up. Then you're putting on too many expectations. Then like it's hard enough as a single woman to find a good man. And but you're going to compound it by single motherism. You, you're screwed. You're screwing yourself. <laughs> but the, the, the daughter's always going to rebel. And it's natural. We see these things in even our fairy tales and whatnot. The girl, Little Red Riding Hood, they're just going to go off and go into the forest. Uh, Rapunzel, Cinderella, they're all the evil stepmother. Where's the father? Not around. They're always going to be Little Mermaid, Ariel, everything they do. The woman, Princess and the Frog, with some sort of. These are all rebellion, teenage rebellion stories. And this is because nature has, has programmed them to at this age to seek a mate outside of her father. Your training is done with children by the age of 14, male or female. Your training is done. Now they need to not screw their lives up. If you're still training your kids at 14 and 15 and 16, you're already late to the game. They about to do what they need to do because nature-wise in our past civilizations, 14 and 15, that was already, they were already into their rite of passage into adulthood. And you can look at many cultures that will back that up. King Tingeras, 15. The Bar Mitzvah, 13. Bat Mitzvah, 15. Many cultures have already known by that point they are an adolescent, a.k.a. a young adult, and they can make with their anatomy some life-changing decisions. But in our culture... Yeah, sweet 16 in the American culture or the British culture. Sweet 16 is a marker of adulthood going into the rite of passage of adult. And as a result, our culture does this. 18 is young. 19 is young. 26 is young. No, it's not. You're a full grown ass adult. Your brain doesn't fully develop until 25, but people got married at 18 and 19 and you praise them. Oh, my grandparents got married at 18 and 19 and he went off to the war and he killed 50 people in Viet Cong. Come on. We need to put the stories together, all right? The rite of passage, your, your instructions for your children, your instructions for your children should be imputed and be ready to go by 14 in America because they can do some damage. Your son can knock up a girl at 14. Your daughter can get knocked up. Your daughter is seeking stability in a mate, but feminism is teaching them to go out there and be a 304. They're telling them, you can give your kids birth control. She starts her cycle. You see what I mean? You can join the military. You can do prawn, 18. I mean, you can drive a half-ton vehicle 70 miles an hour at age 16. You can practice at age 15. So we need to get our story straight on what's what. If you're trying to give kids instruction at 15, 16, 17, you late to the party. And if you're their friend at 16, 17, and 18, you're a failure of a parent. You're a weak parent, and you're an enabler, and you're probably dis uh, delaying growth of that child then you are letting that child get their sense of independence you give them these instructions earlier so that they don't end up being stupid like you at 26 and 30 and 35 acting like you don't know what the world is about all right but yeah delay their growth and be an enabler and, and tell them they got mental health issues and tell them they're dumb and coddle them and let them live with you until 26 yeah you're doing a great job mom and dad you're doing a fantastic job yeah <laughs> then they hit 29 30 talking about what happened where did all the 
Y'all don't want to hear this hellfire brimstone. I'm like the old school pastors in the back. All right, back in the day with Deacon Clapcheeks working the front row. To me, to me, in my mind, you need to have your kids prepared by 14 for the world, ready for the world. Oh, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. You need to have them ready because nature has prepared them. Nature has given them everything they need to do to do lifetime damage. And they gave them stupid brains to do some lifetime damage in which they can be charged as adults and put in big, big, uh, big uh, Bubba prison. You know what I mean? They could get they could go to adult jail doing some stupid stuff at 14, 15 and 16. Not only that, you can be a millionaire at 16, but you guys are over here coddling them. LeBron James was a full on multimillionaire by 18. And most people, let's just get this straight. Let's just get this straight. Your peak world is when you're 16 to 30. That's when you put in laying down the foundation. But of course, we let people start their lives at 30 and 35 and 40. Most people never owned a new car until they were 40 and 30. Most people have never financed anything significantly and paid it off until they're 40. Most people compound themselves with student loan debt at 18. You somehow can get student loan at debt 18 dead at 18 but you too stupid to have sex <laughs> come on come on we, we gotta stop with this crazy justifying and enabling and putting excuses and making victims when they're volunteers you can get hundreds of thousands of student loan debt between 18 and 21 but you too dumb to demonstrate to determine if you get manipulated by a man of any age You can kill people in war 18 to 21 and retire with full benefits, but you too dumb to know what sex is about. <laughs> I tell you, man, we live in a room full of make, uh, excuse makers out here. She too dumb to figure out between me and Khalifa too dumb at 18 and 21 to figure out what's what, but she can make money selling her body. Y'all not ready. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for this real. I know people are going to be uh, appalled by this particular type of uh, conversation. But I'm of a person. I'm a little bit of an old soul. I was old guy when I was 19. I was uh, I operated old. I started a business. It wasn't a very lucrative business, but I started my first business at age 18 and 19. I was very much a responsible young man. Did I make mistakes? Yes, I did. However, I knew what responsibility was. I knew what was good. I know what was right or wrong. I knew what was what. I had to learn and butt my head as well. But we're coddling these people way too long. And not only that, we're, we're also drugging them and providing them drugs to actually get them to make it through the day. And then you realize why you got three generations of people living together. And then you call it success. You call it success. And then you go to the some old school bullshit. Well, wh why is that, why am I a fail, failure for living with my parents when people live with their parents? I don't care what people did. Okay, this is the new world out here. New, 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 new world order. And then dudes waste they, dudes and women waste their entire twenties. Youth is wasted on the young. We waste our entire twenties finding ourselves, and you find yourself in trouble by the time you hit the thirties. You find yourself in debt. When you hit trouble, you didn't find nothing but no damn salami. That's what you found. You found the way to get your 
uh, peace leave ran through. You found no lifelong plans. You found no goals. That's what you didn't find. You didn't find nothing between the age of 20 and 30. You don't find nothing. What you do between 20 and 30 is you lay down the foundations so that when you hit 30, you in your full stride and you got a foundation to work from. That's what you do in your 20s and 30s. You lay down a whole bunch of excuses and you lay down your dependency with the government. That's what you did. All right. Anyway, sorry for preaching. <laughs> sorry for preaching, but it's it's just I see our society is just it's just sad. I'm going to figure myself out in my early 20s. And then, no, that's not God's plan. That's not even nature's plan. That's the dumbest plan on earth. But you guys keep pushing that and then wonder why people are stupid, drugged up, doing marijuana and drugs on the side, combining them with their damn mental health drugs, and they out here fornicating like crazy. And wonder why it ain't working. Wonder why it don't work. Still living with your mama and your daddy. Talking about, well, that's what people used to do in the past. Yeah, we also lived in huts and teepees and all kind of shit in the past. We also didn't have automobiles in the past. We also had horses and carriages if you were lucky. We also were slaves in the past. What are you talking about? <laughs> people got buried at 18 and 19 in the past. What, what are you talking about? What are you trying to uh, convince yourself of? All right. <laughs> just just chalk it up. Most people are losers. That's what it is. You got losers. And you're you're far too dependent on the government to admit you're a loser. So you keep running to the government for solutions. Why? I don't get it. The government is an anti-solution. The government are creators of slaves. That's what they do. They create slaves. They don't create people who can be self-sufficient and independent and have knowledge of self and awareness and wisdom. They want those people to be hushed in silence. The government provides no solutions. They're supposed to work for you. Now you put the onus on them to give solutions, and all they see is a future slave. Okay, this person wants to nominate themselves to be a slave. Here we go. I'll give you crumbs, and you'll be happy for it for a couple of years. I'll pacify you, place restraints and controls on you, and then guess what? Now you mad at them coming back again. Where's my reparations? Where's my welfare check? Where's this? Where's that? Where's my school? Where's my mess? <laughs> oh, man. And then don't let nobody actually overcome and be successful. All you got is hate for them. All you got is hate for that person. Well, that person sold they sold to the devil. That person did this. This person's a criminal. That person's a bad guy. Don't let the person buy a 9-11. You ain't happy for them. You sad and jealous and envious of them male or female don't let that person figure it out okay the government right there wants to control me why don't i go do everything opposite from what they say and then when they're successful oh wow wait wait he's a grifter he he's illuminati he's the new world order stop no that person figured it out that's what they did and maybe they did sell they sold to the devil but that's neither here nor there i don't know New, 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 new <laughs> world order. Yeah, man. Anyway, Albert Ingram, I don't feel sorry for men anymore. All of this information is out, and women are telling everything on TikTok. And if you still roll the dice, you deserve everything you get. There's no more secrets out here. What what you what what, what women are telling you on TikTok 
is exactly what you want to hear. And don't be mad. Guys, social media is going nowhere. Social media is going to be our form of communication. It's going to be our form of socializing. People are way more introverts, way more comfortable being there than the going out into the real world. With that being said, people, uh, social media are is people's diaries. That's their diaries. What they say on there is what they really want to do and who they really want to be. Okay. Super chats and PayPal's. What is it? Oh, yep. Super chats and PayPal's. Anyway. Take what they say, apply it. Even if it's a joke or a skit. I don't care if it's a joke or a skit or they're trying to be funny or comic. If whatever they are using and saying on there is the absolute God's truth, that's what their message is. Mm. All right, all right, all right, all right. Rolo's Pantene hair weave. He says, Mia is another example of how they don't responsibility or how they're not responsible for their choices. After two long-term relationships that ended, I realized they all think the same. No accountability. Oh, of course, you know. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. Uh, shout out to Roberto Moreno. He says it takes more skill to pick up younger women. Yeah, it does. You got to have a lot more, you know, when you're an older guy. I don't care if you're slightly older or way older. You got to have something. If you have nothing, grief holds law. 2D Universe, the increase of let's be honest is directly due to them being attracted to increase of masculinity in other women. Now you got to watch for other girls in your girl's inbox. Dude, you ain't lying. And the we were open to it. It's like you know, it's not even um taboo anymore. It's not even taboo. So the, actually, I just saw an Instagram video like that before I came on. I was looking for something, and there was a video where the girl walks up to the couple, the girl standing slightly behind, and he knows the girl. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And she leans in for a hug, but the girl she kisses the other girl without him seeing. This is a skit. Again, it's a skit. Somebody says, I like somebody, but why the hate? Well, go look at his channel. You see why he's getting hate over here. Okay, it's pretty simple, Bam Bam. Um, But look, she goes in and hugs the guy, but kisses the girl. And then she comes back like this, and she looks like a bull dagger or whatever you want to call him, a male. And she's dressed in like, and then she introduces, she introduce, he introduces the girlfriend. She's like, oh, hi. So <laughs> you guys got to watch. You guys got to watch. Women, guys, I, I coached women's sports in college. Half of my teams, if not more, and the more we won, the more lesbians we had on the team. And their goal, as if as many people who are on that side of the rainbow, their goal is the turnout. I don't know if you guys know this. They, they like turning out straight people. It's kind of like, you know, when you, it's kind of like a, one of those things. It's like the thing that, like, it's the hardest thing. They want to turn out straight, uh, straight people. So a girl that wants to date girls, dating girls is cool, but they want to turn out the girl that's straight. And even men do this in the rainbow community. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> okay, but they want to get the fresh turnout. It's kind of like you want the virgin. You want the woman that has the least sexual experience you want to open her up you want to impress her you want to show her that's how they do over there so you got to watch out for girls that go to college some of them have by curious relationships sometimes just touching sometimes just kissing sometimes even more and in our society that's open fair game shit there's even 
they going to non-binary. They're going to stuff I don't understand. They'd be like, this person's non-binary, non-this and non-that. I'll be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. That's just too complex for me. I'm an old school guy. This person's this and non-gender identifying and non-this and not. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know what y'all mean. What does that even mean? So with that being said, a lot of young people are growing up where they cross those lines easily, way easier than when we grew up. And they do it out in the open. And you're supposed to then accept it when they get with you. Oh, I'm in a relationship with you, but I'm also pansexual, sapiosexual. I'm also bisexual. I'm also non-gender confirming, affirming, non polygynous, polyamorous. <laughs> y'all better get ready. Y'all better get ready. And then they're going to throw an extra P on there. I warned you about that. Yeah, I also got a sugar daddy and a husband and a boyfriend. Yeah, they all they, they look at you like this. What? What's wrong? With that? <laughs> all right. Uh, Rooster Coburn. So men can get drafted at 18, but at 18 years old, adult women can claim that they didn't know what they were doing. This is the world we live in. People keep buying it, too. Trust me, I've worked with enough young women in, 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 in training them and at schools, high schools and colleges. They know what they're doing for that moment. What, what that woman explained was at that moment, that's what I wanted. To me, that's a choice. Now, whether you capitalize from it or not, that is up, that's up to the decision you made, but you chose to do that. That's what you wanted. You wanted to chase the college dudes. You wanted to go out and drink and party. That's a volunteer, not a victim. So when it didn't work out for you, now you want to say, oh, it's everybody's fault. No. You were old enough to know the consequences. You probably thought about it. You did it. That's called a life choice. All right. Bob says, I noticed only brothers wearing Jimmy hats with during her, during her, oh, uh, during her career. Well, if you know about the prime industry at that time, any woman that, any non-black woman having relations with a black guy on camera was like suicide for your career. I don't know if that's the case now, but back then for sure. So most of the time, especially white women, they have to be very careful to be doing scenes with black men. All right. So some did them, but did, you were like career suicide. Uh, let's see. Lawar Moore says she missed Californication. <laughs> she missed Californication. All right, JC says, you got a couple pieces of chlamydia on your tongue. <laughs> Guys, look, look I said I talked to good dudes about that, and people don't believe me. Henry Resilient, he says, him said the worst thing she can do is be her mom. <laughs> well, single mothers and divorced mothers are different. So I, I put them in different categories. Divorced mothers are not single mothers. Co-parenting mothers aren't single mothers. Single mothers are people who have, to me, Children out of wedlock, out of the wedding, out of the marriage. Okay, if a woman was married and divorced, she's not a single mother, most likely. The father is still active in the kid's life, probably. Therefore, she's a co-parent, and she's not a single mother. So divorcees that be saying they're single mothers, they're not single mothers. Even with partial custody, you're not a single mother. Many times, they're a single mother by choice. They created themselves to be single mothers. They're a single mother by court. A single mother by choice is somebody that got skeeted in by a man she wasn't married with, delivered the kid anyway as a source of revenge or to keep the kid or as a means to support herself for 18 years of child support. That's a single mother. That's a reckless person. That person is reckless. 
because she's a menace to society many times. She doesn't realize the societal implications of her decision making. But of course, we're going to blame men for that. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> right? So single mothers and divorced mothers are different. I don't put them in the same category. Unless she has fought for sole custody of the... If a divorced mother has fought for sole custody of the kids, then she nominate, she chose to be a single mother when she didn't need to be. Okay, so that choice is a dumb decision as well. It's selfish. And now she's a menace to society, right? So that's that's a selfish decision. Statistically, that is the worst outcome for the child. Even the courts know it. Even the courts know it. The courts are going, we can't do that. But if that person chooses it or or pushes for it and then gets it, she can no longer be a victim. She's a volunteer. She volunteered. So at that point, if that person then says, but I need child support, he doesn't help. He's a deadbeat. But she chose, she volunteered to be the sole custodian of the kids. That's a, that, that is a volunteer. That is not a victim. She cannot portray anything she does as being victimized. She chose to put herself in that position which is a selfish and dumb decision. Even psychologists in courts will tell you that's a dumb decision for the child long-term because eventually that child is going to ostracize. Look at 50 cents. The child is going to enter adulthood without the father and be ostracized and forced to pick sides even in adulthood because the mother is going to emotionally terrorize the, the adult child if that adult child tries to get with the father. So it's a long-term consequence. It's a very selfish thing for people to do. And people realize that we call it over here. We call this called parental alienation. That person is trying to alienate themselves by volunteering against the other parents, by volunteering. She is not a victim. And that's all narcissism and egoism. And it's selfish. And eventually what she'll do is she'll sabotage the kid's future. And she'll enable and she'll coddle and she'll do. Dude, the kids are going to be ruined at that point. Anyway, no victims, no victims. That's not a victim. All right. That is a volunteer. That is a conscious decision. That is called a choice. And if you make a choice, you get the consequences and you accept them. NSA, Al Hobsey says, real world coach, most people are losers and looters. 16 to 30 is a treasure. Uh, is a treasure able years real words or treasurable, I believe. It's two separate words there. 16 to 30, you can build yourself. Uh, look at the compound interest chart. Find a chart of compound interest with small savings between the ages of 16 and 30. Small savings. Once compound interest hits into your 30s, you could be a millionaire on savings. But if you start saving at 30, you'll hit compound interest when you're 60 and almost dead. That's the difference between 16 and 30. And you're talking about saving $100, $200 a month between 16 and 30. You'll be a millionaire by the time you hit 32. And your life will go, your life trajectory is like this. But most people wait until 30, 35, 40 to start saving. Don't hit compound interest until 65, and it don't matter. It's a rapsky.
That's the difference between 16 and 30, why you should be building and laying the foundation, not being coddled and enabled and making excuses like a loser at 16 to 30. Yes, I'm putting pressure on 16 to 30 year olds. Yes, I am. A lot of people will tell you, you don't have to have your life figured out at 16 and 18. Yes, you do. You got to be taking some right steps. You better not be out there partying, smoking weed, partying, thugging and all that shit. You better not be doing that or you're going to be an old loser. That's what you're going to be. I'm putting pressure on people between the ages of 16 and 30. Yes, I am. I'm one of the only people that do it. Let them have fun. Let them discover themselves. No. That's going to be a no. Because the people who have so-called privilege in our world have two-parent households, and they have their ship together between the ages of 16 and 30. They have enough wherewithal to be out here fornicating and partying and doing illicit drugs and taking prescription medications and knocking each other up. They got enough wherewithal to do that, but no wherewithal to get your life together between 16 and 30? Bullshit. Yo, you got me preaching today. Yes, I'm putting pressure on people between 16 and 30. Absolutely. That's where you lay the foundation of success. But you guys are enablers, and you wonder why your kids ain't shit when they're 35, and you still supporting them. They've been married one, two, three, 50, 11 times, in and out of relationships, chasing love. No. People don't want this. People don't want this message. Somebody's going to be clicking the report button. <laughs> And then you want to say these people are dumb and young. No, they're not. They got enough wherewithal to do stupid shit. They got enough wherewithal to get their life together and then have a life full of discipline and direction and responsibility instead of chaos and out here doing stupid stuff. All right. Anyway. This is why this is why, you know what I mean? Like people see me as, oh, he's abusive because I put standards on my kids. I'm like, hell no, you ain't doing that. No, 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 no. And so if you give the person the power to enable, they're going to be like, see, he doing too much. He putting too much pressure on them. It ain't called pressure. It's expectations. This is called expectations and responsibility. You better be able to handle it because nature-wise, you're programmed to be able to handle this. Nature-wise, nature is giving you everything. It's giving women the ability to attract the best possible mate at that age. Giving her everything for free. All she had to do was wake up and, and, and go to sleep. And nature blessed her with everything she needs to pick the best possible mate. But what do they do? They go out there and they play dumb for the first 15 years. And then right when they about to lose everything nature wise and father time come and strip it away. Then they want to then they want to be serious. What happened? Where did all, all right? It gives go? men the opportunity to do what men at this age, 16, 17, 18. Do you realize physically what these young men can do compared to a man in his 40s? This man can carry the back on his world. I mean, the world on his back, back on his world. This man could fall, get up, and, and have adrenaline, have great cardio, hey, have great strength between these ages. Way more than I can do, and they can repeat this on a daily basis. They have the, they have the uh, power of testosterone. They have the power of testosterone, the strongest drug available that's not available on the market. You can't even bottle it up. He's been... Juiced up every day with testosterone. He's growing bigger and stronger every day. And for the next 10 years, he can put the world on his back. But what do we do? Sit over there and smoke weed and be medicated and drink up. Have fun. Try to chase hoes. 
And then when he's 35 and 40 with less testosterone, less strength, less pliability, less ability to recover, then we tell him, let's get your life together. See, I, I don't know, man. Sorry for preaching. And I got to wrap this up here pretty shortly because I'm getting a massage. <laughs> and then we blame everybody else for it. The white man, white privilege, family privilege, uh, all this shit. 400 years of slavery. The conquistadors, Christianity, Hebrew is light. Y'all blame everybody when it was you the entire time, Scooby-Doo. Did you discount the times all that weed you smoked? Did you discount the times you ate all them Doritos for dinner? You discount the time that you just slid up and laid up and put your hand in your pocket? Did you discount the time all the time you spent chasing hoes and talking to them and texting them? All the time you wasted. You made those choices, sir. Ladies, you made those choices getting in and out of relationships, making it work, trying to make it work, 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 work. You the one that went out to Daytona on spring break or Lake Havasu. You the one out there that messed with sugar daddies. You the one out there that wasted time. You the one out there with three and four early terminations of pre pregnancy. You the one. You made those choices and then own up to it. And now when you sitting there out of shape and busted and broke, it was you that did that. It wasn't the white man. It wasn't the patriarchy. <laughs> it wasn't none of them. So if you do have a chance to pass this message on and you missed your window, don't sabotage the next generation by letting them double down on stupidity like you. You give them the game and then you try to get them to make conscious decisions between the ages of 16 to 30 that can change the trajectory of their lives and give them a chance. Anyway. It was COVID. It was all of this shit. It was the president. It was President Trump. It was President Biden. No, it was you. That's who it was. And that's you. Not only that, it was your generation before you, your baby boomer parents and your Gen X parents out there zoom -a zoom zoom and a boom booming, and they got you out here acting stupid in debt. It was the people when it was the people in the 2008 when your parents over leveraged house and lost a house and bankrupted themselves by trying to get McMansions and live and keep up with the Joneses, and they ruined their financial future and yours. <laughs> huh all right i gotta go man king uru says when is it okay to got a chick don't know what that means either marriage causes divorce coach why do 304 is not take accountability because it's easy to pass that buck it's easy to pass that buck and society allows it right we allow people to pass the buck all right shout out to who Nicholas B., my father introduced me to you. When I found you before I graduated college and became an engineer, it's bad out here. Young men who are successful and got their ship together, they are looking out at this wasteland. You think it's easier for young men that got their stuff together like this brother, young engineer? You think it's easy for him to find a mate? He's looking at it like he got to disqualify at the age of 23 with an engineer degree with nothing but straggle daggles out here. He can't pick one good woman out. It's harder. And I've been trying to tell guys just because the guy's taller and handsomer and all of that stuff doesn't mean it's easier for him. Sure, it's easier than it is for you to get some sexual attention. 
but he doesn't see this as an open field, a great opportunity. He has to deal with women with bad breath, overweight women, cockeyed, knock knee women, buck two women, gap two women, women with bond. That, to to that to those women, he's like the knight in shining armor. But it, from the reverse side, he's looking at the wasteland out there. He's like, God dang. He's like, what is this? Because the people who are approaching him are the women that are rejecting you. That you just happy to be laying up in between. But those women will open their mouths when they see the knight in shining armor guy. And he's looking at it like, are you serious? <laughs> I don't want no parts of you. And then she can't figure out why she's getting rejected out here. He said it's Mad Max out here. It's a mess. So never look at Chad Tyrone as having an advantage. They have a steep disadvantage because their palate is set to highly attractive women in their younger years that are have their heads screwed on right. And they can't find very many of those. All they can find is low-hanging fruit, making it easier for him. And ladies, those women, if you're the good women, don't blame him. Blame the women that are undercutting you. Those women that are giving it to that guy easier are undercutting you. So if you want to get the ship together, get the women that are out here, the low-hanging fruit, the straggle-daggles, the women with bad expectations that are undercutting you by giving that guy easy access because that makes it harder for him to pick you out anyway. All right, shout-out to A.D. Austin. He says, ways female manipulate men, gator tears, makeup, fake boobs, no surgery, BBLs, plastic surgery in general, push-up bras, padded bras, Padded pants, flirting with management, lying about their age. Yes, lying about body count. The list goes on. There's too many ways to actually actually then say she's a victim. I don't believe in it. I just don't believe in it. I think people are manipulative. Let's just admit we manipulate each other. And then when it doesn't work, you cry. That's what we do. All right, Vin Rames, shout out to uh, Mr. Russell. Vin Rames in Pulp Fiction said, mofos who thought their asses would age like wine. He says, uh, if, you meant, if you mean it turns to vinegar, it does. If you mean it gets better with age, it don't. And he said, that's Modern Woman summed up. All right, HSA L. Hobbsy says, Coach Greg Adams, salute to you and to the realest of the Coach Gang. Salute. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Well, when you get to my age, yes, I made a mistake. My most critical mistake was getting married. All right. Although, yes, I produce children from it, but uh, those are children that I pay for. All right. So don't say, well, at least you got kids out of it. Shit. I mean, people can make kids right now, but I'm very loving of my kids, but I put accountability on them at early in life and I showed them options. I gave them as much as I could give them without the interference of a enabling a vindictive person fighting me the entire time. Okay, but with that being said, with that being said, when it comes to this, when it comes to this, for me, I look back at my life, the most expensive mistake that I made was getting married and then it ended up in a divorce and it continues to haunt me to this day. Haunt. Like a damn seven years of bad luck, but it's like 14 years of bad luck and it will haunt you until you're in your, until you're dead, by the way, guys. If you get divorced, you just move to a different house. There's no such thing as divorce when you have kids. You just move to a separate house. But you're still, that person's still in your life. Okay, I want to warn you. 
As much as you want to keep that person out of your life, they're in your life. They influence your life. They influence your children. They influence your children. And it doesn't end when you're 18. The child support ends. That's it. Everything else continues. You get, you're going to see each other at college graduation, college selection, driver's license, parties, uh, childbirth, marriages, weddings, funerals, all the way until you're dead. So please understand, people chase divorce and they're selfish. If you have children, there's no such thing as a divorce because your children will continue to be functional adults out there. And then they will have things that they need to celebrate with you as a parent. And then you got to see your damn ex-wife again. They ain't never going away. <laughs> They're never going away. It's never an end to it. So in our mind, we think we're ending something, but all you're doing is just, just making it more difficult. That's all you're doing. And this is why they say God don't like divorce. This is the reason why they said God don't like divorce, because what you're doing is you're deluding yourself that you're getting rid of this person. But no, you're just making that relationship more complicated. And you think it ends. Okay, the kids are adults. I don't have to do with them. Nope. Please. Your kid gets sick. Your, your ex-spouse gets sick. It's going to impact you. It's going to impact you. Every single thing that happens, it's going to impact you. Peaches is Coach Apuki. Nope, I had all of my kids under the institution of marriage. No outside kids. No kids before I was married. No kids Baby daddies, no baby mamas, nothing. I really programmed and strategized my life out at an early age. And I said, if I'm going to have kids, I'm going to have it in marriage only. Now, that doesn't mean I wasn't out here fornicating. I'm going to just let you know. And doesn't mean I'm still not out here fornicating. <laughs> but that was the only thing. I said, that's the structure I want to have kids raised in. But of course, don't work out like that sometimes. All right, anyway. Shout out to uh <laughs> shout out the Sean in the building. He says, Coach, did you I did get a chance to see the LaTrue thing? She's trying to play the victim. I could not follow the story though. He says, um, check her IG. I could not figure out the story because the video I kept seeing, he was doing more talking. He said, don't grant Coach St. Hood just yet. No, I'm not a saint. I've, I'm fully admitting I'm on the dark side. Let me just go play it again. I'm not a saint. Do not put me in the saint category. I just have structure. I know what's up. I'm very much on the dark side. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, listen, I couldn't follow the story about the truth because most of the videos I was seeing, she was playing like a child, crying, and he was talking for 15 minutes. I was like, <laughs> All right. Anyway, he says, go Cowboys in the building. Okay, let's see. That was Sean. And ladies, if you want to be on the dark side and uh, you do fall under my classifications of mate selection, as you can see here, if you're new, hit the like button. This is my cap. This is my qualifications to be involved on the dark side. Seven levels of mate qualification. Guys, take notes. All right. We got two more. Then I'm going to go get a massage and not a quick happy ending massage. Shout out to Winnie Wall, coach. I missed the show during lunch, but an older female date told me that if a woman's panties matches her bra when you first blaze her, she was hunting you. And that is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. 
She planned on having a session with you. Yep, if you get down to it and it's planned, it's coordinated, she was definitely intent on having that. So if you ever go to court and she's like, I don't know what happened. She He took advantage of me. Uh, her, her bra and panties were matching. All right, my man, Mr. Samuels, R. Samuels, says, keep up the good work, coach. Married a single mom, soon to be divorced, and we don't have kids together. Separated a year, and she got hot girl summer and hot girl winter. Shout out to the Bahamas, man. Shout out to you guys, man. She went out there to get in these streets. In these streets. Hey, we're, last, last, point, last point here. We're animals. I know we think we're higher-functioning human beings. We're nothing but animals. Shout out to Todd. See, he says, in the spirit of Elijah when people function in the spirit of Lilith or the Jezebel. Uh, but we, we have to understand we're animals. We have times where we're in heat, especially women. Uh, biologically, they're a different person almost every day. I mean, because they're chemicals and their hormones that makes them a different person somewhat every day or every two or three days, right? When they're ovulating, they're different. So when a person is in heat, when the weather changes, we our behavior changes. And not only does it change the way we do things just out in the real world, like we wear less clothes because we know we'll be more comfortable. We also do different things with our mates during different parts of the calendar year. That's called animalistic instinctive behavior. We make most of our decisions on instinct, not through deliberation, not through thinking about it, not through planning. We do it on instinct. That's what makes us an animal. Okay? And just because you're in a relationship or not doesn't change that. Just because one day you're like, I'm in love with my man. Doesn't mean that when the time of the month comes up or the calendar changes, fall, winter, spring, all right, and, and going into, uh, what am I missing, summer? Like, if you believe in astrology, you realize that the time of the month where the moon is related to the stars, the moon star, quasars, it dictates your behavior. Same thing happens in relationships. She's all about you today. Tomorrow, she's not. And that's based on her heat, her time of the month, the where the stars are, where the planet is aligned, the time of the year, the heat, the all that shit. That's how we make decisions in our world. And that's how we're guided and navigated. Now, once you're on a higher level, which you're a part of the 5% of the people in the world, the poor, righteous teachers, or the all-knowing, then you can operate in a function of some sort of discipline and responsibility, and then you can use knowledge. But if you're part of the 85%, the deaf, dumb, and blind, you are going to be just the normie you're going to do stupid stuff and then try to justify it on the back end you know realize you're just an animal operating off pure instinct but we got knowledge of self we have understanding and the and the 85 percent the deaf dumb and blind they don't realize it they can't even think on your level they think you're crazy they think you're crazy but what you're doing is you're living in truth you're living in guidance you're living in knowledge and spirit and deliberation you're understanding who you are and you understand how things work and then they're living in the hope and what could be and what could have, should have, would have. Could have, should have, would have. All right. They're living, oh, oh, I don't realize this. And no, no, this isn't right. And this is wrong. And they then, under cover of night, do what they want to do. They sneak around and creep. And then act like you're the crazy one. This is called gaslighting. Anyway. Anyway, shout out to In League. I trust I'm 35 and just got out of the Navy last summer and got me a six-figure job. I'm on my blue pill, blue chip, blue chip mindset and ready to grind even harder. Guys, grind into your 60. Give up no goals to no one. Grind into your 60. Every day, plan. 
coaching email should come out tonight or tomorrow. So if you're not getting the email, you're not applied on the mailing list. Check that out. I'm looking for a few good men. And ladies, if you want to be a part of the program, go ahead. Shout out to my man Loki in the building. CGA is a saint. Phenomenal stream out here. Let's hold each other accountable. That's how you build a greater society. Providing excuses, letting people walk around sedated, letting people party their life away. That's not a way to raise a society out here. Let's put some pressure on these people. Shout out to the coach gang. Going to get my massage and we out of here. Peace. I'm over it. So fucking over. I'm about to be a fucking hoe, but I'm about to be the biggest fucking hobo. Watch me, bro. I'm about to be a hoe for real. I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas is not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like, eh, eh, eh.